Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two of Unloading Me. I am your host, Jared Ralphie Allen. Yes, you heard that right, Jared Ralphie Allen. I am a struggling stand-up comedian, otherwise known as a fat poor. And thank you so much for tuning in. If you like this episode, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We are dropping new episodes every Monday here on YouTube and Spotify. And you can listen to the audio portion everywhere you listen to your favorite audio podcast, such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. Stefanos put it everywhere, guys. He's really on point right now. I got to give him props for that. Um, guys, if you liked episode one, I think you're really going to love episode two. The guest goes in a completely different direction. I have the wonderful, the beautiful, the ultra entertaining Little Miss MG. And guys, I'd only met her briefly beforehand, so this extended episode really, really made us friends. I really, I, you can see the start of a beautiful friendship on this show. I really think you can. Um, it was fascinating getting to know her backstory, see how far she's come in such a short time, and I can honestly say that she really inspired me to try more risque things in my stand up, even just a few nights after having this conversation. Um, so, Little Miss Ng, I'm internally grateful for you coming on the show as a second guest and really helping set the tone of what this show could be even more. And guys, I hope you enjoy this fantastic, fantastic episode of Unloading Meat. This episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by your favorite box delivery food service like HelloFresh or ButcherBox, but it could be. And honestly, it probably should be. Have you seen this guy? I'm a full-time fat ass. And honestly, if I had one of those subscriptions, I probably would lose quite a bit of weight because I, I've looked at the food and it looks pretty damn delicious. I mean, all food looks delicious to me. That's kind of the problem. But if you want to stop these fake ads, make sure to reach out to your favorite company like HelloFresh and tell them to sponsor Unloading Meat. Now, back to the show. All right. Hello. And I would like to welcome to Unloading Meat, my special guest. We have Tulsa's premier, premier trash clown. Little Miss MG, how are you doing, Little Miss MG? I'm doing excellent. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. There's so much to look at here. This is a really fun space. Thank you. Pretty content here. This is great. Yeah, kind of makes the imagination go wild, especially after we smoked a little bit. Oh, I know. Yeah. There's like, you know, I'm, I'm like looking at, you know, Black Panther right now, or he's looking at me. Well, he's looking down on all of us, apparently. I see what you did here. Yeah. Too soon? No, nothing's too soon. No, I'll I'll get dark. Here I'm gonna get real dark real quick. I can get, I can do anything. Like we can do silly. Wait, wait, I can do you just, dark. You I can just do... segue from Black Panther to dark. Are you trying to? Well, you said he was looking down on us, and like oh, he's dead. okay. I thought we were going racism already. I was like, man, we're gonna have to edit this shit up quick. Oh, see, I didn't even think racism at all. I was thinking because he's dead, like looking down on us from heaven. That's what I thought you were saying. I I was not. We were starting with uh, racism and. Dead Chad Boseman. Yeah, like, this is this is a good facts. <laughs> this is a good start. For those of you who don't know, and can't obviously tell, Missy does burlesque, and clown she's a burlesque, burlesque clown. I'm a burlesque clown. I'm a she's drag a burlesque clown. clown. Yes, drag clown, comedy clown. Uh, yeah. How long have you been doing this? 
Oh gosh. Um, well, the clown—that's a whole separate uh, thing. Like, <laughs> like it's very, very multifaceted. Uh, I, I, I've been doing stand-up comedy for almost two years. It'll be two years in July. Okay. But I started. I've been wanting to do comedy since I was like seventeen. Like, well, I knew I wanted to be a performer early, but like with the the comedy thing, I was like. I, I could do that. I think I could do that. And I, I crept on some like open mics when I was like 19. I signed up for a couple classes at like the comedy parlor when that was still around in Tulsa and um, dropped out. I was just too scared. I was so scared. And then I was like, I'll try it before I'm like, you know, 30. And then I hit 30 and then like, Oh, I'm going to try it before I hit 35. And then I turned 34 and I was like, all right, let's do this. But I was actively writing and like kind of planning it during the pandemic, actually. Yeah. And like I know with uh, episode one, um, which you ha- if you haven't uh, you know watched it yet, like go back and watch episode one and then episode two. You know? Oh, you're gonna piss him off so much mispronouncing his name. Well, that, it should be Stefano. When he emailed me, it looked, <laughs> Stefano. It's like I'm part Italian, so I'm gonna read it as Stefano. He calls himself Stefano. I don't know why. Doing it wrong, Stefano. We'll have to bleep that out because he probably doesn't want that out there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can't. Like, I'm not. I, I haven't used my real name in years. Like, I'm completely. Like he's I'm, the executive producer, and I just out yeah. everybody. Hey guys, no. he's also an introvert. His pronouns are no. <laughs> my pronouns are it. It's. That was a Pennywise joke. No, Pennywise <laughs> no. no. I often get confused or misgendered as a they. I give off they energy. And like I, I call myself like the gayest straight woman in Tulsa because I know I'm kind of sexually ambiguous looking. Like whether I'm in this or in like um you know I don't know, my pronoun is just obese. <laughs> <laughs> Your whale shit was like oh yeah, that's what we were talking about. If you haven't watched the last episode, like go see go it, see. You know. I actually used it last night in my, my stand up. Oh you did? Yeah. Like, and you start, <laughs> you're like, we are not body shaming here. Well, like, I look like the guy that Brendan Fraser's portraying. <laughs> like, I lost my shit. I made a joke about Roscoe, actually, at Tulsa Comedy Club. Yeah. Were you there that night? Uh, no, but I made fun of Roscoe, Lynn, and then I started making fun of myself last night. Okay. I was trying to work on a little bit more crowd work and stuff, and, yeah. you know, to get some stuff going. Yeah, I told Roscoe. Like, and I know oh, we can ahead. talk about Roscoe, because, like, you know, you're going to do an episode yeah, with him. Yeah, he'll be up here. So, and he can, well, I, I want him to see this, okay. because, like, he was gone. He usually, he's generally the host for the Tulsa Comedy Club. Yeah. Or for um, Shout out open to Roscoe, night. by the way. So. <laughs> <laughs> um. This episode of Unloading Meat is not brought to you by your favorite male enhancements, such as Blue Chew, or whatever other names they have. I really don't know anything about the products. I don't. I obviously don't take them. Um, this guy over here, Stefano, does right. You take them. Which one do you take? You don't. What do you mean you don't? Obviously, you. T- you don't need. Wow. Um. I'm just sorry, guys. I'm I kind of lost my train of thought. I'm just really more impressed that he's he actually got laid. Um, if you're tired of these fake ads, make sure to reach out to your favorite sponsors like Blue Chew and tell them to sponsor Unloading Meat. Now back to the show. He, he usually hosts the open mic at Tulsa Comedy Club, and that's it. Just depends on if shows are going on or not. Yeah, but like he wasn't there and JB Watkins was hosting for him. And I'm like, Oh, give it up for JB. We love having him here. You know, Roscoe couldn't be here. He's, you know, on tour. 
and promoting his new movie, The Whale. (laughs) (laughs) And then I started making fun of fat people. And it was one of my best sets because I'm like, you know what? Let's play with this. Yeah. Like, what is this bitch saying? Like, what? Like, I know I'm a big bitch, and yeah. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm like legit fine with it. I'm not one of these like. You gotta I, I, you gotta be comfortable with who you are. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, can, yeah. Like it takes a lot of confidence to leave the house like this. Yeah. Like, it, you know. But then I also hate myself, which is why I'm a comic. <laughs> yeah. Like comics are weird. We're like, we half narcissists. And like cocky, I can be cocky as hell. And like my stage persona is really cocky. But then like drop me in a grocery store and I do a bit of of this on stage. Like put me in a grocery store and I'm terrified. Yeah. I'm terrified. And I try to look when people- That's mostly because I shoplift. But- (laughs) 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 Clamity stand up. Um, Oh yeah. And I started making fun of fat people and I was saying how- how because I'm I'm somewhere in the line between like I, I love a lot of the body positivity shit. Yeah. I really do. And some of it like and then there's people who I find a lot of it funny. And this is like just how I cope with life is just make like when I stop taking stuff seriously, this is like part of my midlife crisis, yeah. I think. That's ha- my whole set was pretty much about fat jokes and stuff like that mostly. And even about myself. Yeah, oh like, yeah. Like so I make fun of myself too. Like it's Roscoe, I said you simultaneously look like somehow every dude that molested me as a child. And every dude that thinks original flavor monster is delicious. That is and then like, he had to ruin it. He was like, well, I like Red Bull. I was like, well, for the fucking joke, you can fucking laugh at it, motherfucker. <laughs> and then I looked for Lin K and I was like, Lin K, where are you at? And she's like, I'm right here. And I was like, no, we're seriously, you blend in too well. It's dark. <laughs> I said, Lin K, you look like you're based on the novel Push by Sapphire. <laughs> Lynn did a good roast against me at um, a roast a few weeks ago for a friend, uh, Jesse Willett, who's leaving. And um, what did she say about me? She's like, you know, I first saw, and this is true. She's like, not only is this like the only person I know who like leaves the house in lingerie just all the time. (laughs) And I wear nightgowns as dresses. Like, that's true. Like most of my, oh, I'm in shorts and a t-shirt, but like most of my dress, like that's a cute satin dress. I'm like, thanks as a nightgown, like from Target in the clearance section. Like that's what I've been doing for years. I just like I like the early '90s. Okay, like I like fashion that 90s. by Amazon Basics. Yeah, like if you pull up my pictures, I'm probably in nightgowns in like most of this them. This is slutty Pennywise, and uh, I was slutty. There was a draglesque performance. Draglesque is the blend of drag and burlesque. That was our like spooky themed one. I think I have another one in that same outfit. Let's see. No, okay, oh. that's definitely a nightgown. <laughs> yeah, that's. I usually just have like pink on my eyes. Well, I mean, if you have the assets, flaunt them. I mean, that's what I always right. say, right? Oh yeah, that's right. why I like, most of my comedy is about my obesity and my diet. You know, possible diabetes. It's gonna happen eventually. You yeah. know, it's gonna happen. Oh, you're definitely pre-diabetic. Yeah, like if you're not already. Yeah. Are you pre-diabetic? No, not yet. You're absolutely. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's not mayonnaise in these veins yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love like going back to making. It is of... a little cum, but. <laughs> but like. <laughs> There's like eight ha- My diet has increased ha- in that <laughs> since I came out. There's like um, eight conversations happening. I love it. So was she a hooker or prostitute? Sex worker. I'm not trying to shame. I'm just more curious. She wasn't? You went on a date? How the fuck are you getting laid? And how the fuck are you not needing a company like Blue Chew? Who... Coincidentally, is not sponsoring today's episode of Unloading Meat. But they could be. They could be. 
If you're tired of these fake ads, make sure to reach out to the, your favorite sponsors like Blue Chew and tell them to sponsor this show. Now, back to the episode. Little Miss MG. So my name is like, so my comedy name is Missy Monica Genesius. So Little Miss MG is my drag and burlesque name. Um, and that was from a drag competition or a drag show. Oh, that's Krampus. That's me as, or a Clownpus. Clownpus. Yeah, because I do clown drag. And um, and I know a lot of people, like, uh, it confuses some people. I love people. the hoe. I love the hoe. Oh, yeah, and my chest. my ass said ho. I can send this picture later and we can put it in, but my ass said ho-ho. So ho-ho-ho. <laughs> and I, I did, were you at this show, Man in the Corner? No, I did that to um, Tainted Love by Marilyn Manson. Was Real the quick, song. try testing it out. Test. <laughs> can you hear him? I can hear him perfectly fine, okay. yeah. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I think so. we should still just refer to you as the man in the corner who drove me here. You know, people can take what yeah. they want from that. Yeah, we can do that. No, he's got, um, I consider him my, he's my comedy twin, so I'll give it away to the people who do know. Okay, so that's Little Miss MG again. That was uh, for a Broadway-themed drag show I was in, and that's um, John C. Riley's version of Mr. Cellophane from Chicago. Oh, and, I, and I had my clown okay. shoes, I had the clown shoes on in that one, because I do, like, dancing and shit in clown shoes, like, and my form of drag, and a lot of people, especially because I'm, you know, I'm assigned female at birth. I was born a woman. I'm like, I, I'm a like cis straight woman. Like I'm like, and I know I give off that like the the queer vibe. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know. Yeah. And like I confuse a lot of people. Yeah. Like a lot of I, like <laughs> there's a lot of people who you know think I'm but- transgendered, or there's a lot of and like and that's fine. Also in my drag, it's like I do gender fuck clown drag. Basically, I wanted to do okay, my you own gotta, thing. You got to elaborate on that. Yes, I absolutely because for will. our viewers, I don't know if they know what gender fuck drag quite means, and I, know, I don't know if that's on hear... Urban Dictionary. No, because oh, it is. Oh, it is. Did you put yeah. it in there? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> I think the dude in the corner did. The dude in the corner. Um, it's always a dude in the corner that's editing Wikipedia and Urban Dictionary. Isn't that like a cuck thing too? The dude in the corner. <laughs> oh, you're definitely, wanna... you're definitely you're in the cuck chair right now. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm in the cuck chair. You're right absolutely now. in the cuck yeah. You're chair absolutely right in the cuck chair. Oh, this is so great. But gen- okay, so generally people they hear no drag, they think of RuPaul, they think of drag queens. Yeah. I n- am not a drag queen. Absolutely not. Yeah. And there's drag kings. That is, uh, you know, women who dress up as men and. Uh, but there's, I've learned that there's so many different styles of drag. It's insane. It's almost a spectrum. It is a spectrum. Like autism. It is like autism. Oh my gosh! Like Jenny McCarthy's getting really red flagged right now somewhere. Jenny McCarthy's <laughs> not watching this shit. No one's watching her either. She's irrelevant. That's true. But like the next, I mean, she'll never get another show until. Uh, uh, well, she'll, okay, we're gonna have to cut that part. Out. <laughs> <laughs> we should have like a whole like something something. Your kid needs a vaccine. She's gonna come running. Um, <laughs> No, I believe most comics and most drag artists that I've worked with are absolutely on the spectrum or at least neurodivergent. Yeah. Like, you put us all in a room, it's insane. I just suck at counting cards. <laughs> There's a lot of shit I can't do. Like, again, like, what did I say earlier about say going the to the word. No! <laughs> Why are you making it about racing? No, you're saying, saying things you can't do. And I was, like, giving you examples. Oh, that's true, yeah. A lot of people aren't going to like that you said that. I know. That's I know. why it's going to be cut from this episode. <laughs> <laughs> the man in the corner does not care about offending people. I'll tell you about well, To a degree. What do you say, man in the corner? you have any comment on that? 
just kind of leaving you just as a cuck and just. Oh yeah, I forgot. You're not going to defend yourself at all. <laughs> You're good. Bipolar. <laughs> 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 the one word answer. Bipolar. No, this. Yeah. Oh, I love this episode already. I know. This is already. <laughs> We're going to have to come back, like, already. Uh, you guys are welcome back anytime. Yes. Anytime. Yes. So, please don't sexually assault Sting. I know you don't know who he is, but. Well, he has, like. He's asking for it. Look. Oh, you haven't seen the best part. What? You see that thing. Oh, no. He's a please don't put your dick in him, please. That was last night. I already cleaned him. There's a fleshlight attachment. No. You just love his attire and his pink. But here's the thing. I have this whole, like, drag and wrestling are not that different. No, they're not. So anytime anyone, like, like, well, why do you do that? What do you get out? It's like, it, are you into wrestling? Not that different. That's like, Sting. Oh. Oh. So that's I will sting. absolutely, next time... I come here. I will do that makeup. And he also does clown makeup too. He oh, had, really? He, he, um, he had a his name's Sting. Yeah, just Sting. Just uh, Sting, like the singer. Yeah. How is that allowed? Uh, he, it's a different type because it's a scorpion thing. He's been around since the '80s. Oh my gosh! Like I was, will totally. That was his clown. Alrighty, so I like to do slutty clown versions of things. Yeah. And like again, like the the Trump is a good example, but I will absolutely. Well, I'm I totally thought, like, cause like, as like I, a slutty sting. I'm sure you saw the AJ's like when we talked about AEW a little bit, uh, my wrestling thing. He's not a wrestling fan, so I like to talk a little bit about wrestling a little bit with people that don't talk about it or know about it. Uh, so I brought Sting on <coughs> for you. So this is the funniest action figure slash toy I've ever had because if I'm you know back Sting. and ready to – what the fuck does that sting mean? Sting is like hardcore Christian and very like – like not like he's not like anti-gay or anything like that. He's just more. He's very religious. Um. So like even his segments and wrestling Ew, like I can that. See he doesn't ICP curse from here. He doesn't do anything. But for the record, I don't give a shit about insane clown posse. And what's the funniest thing is, I do. I I've done a lot of roast, and that's one of the easiest roast I get. Is like something about I ICP over here, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, they're just black and white. Okay, I have color. Well, as long as you know I'm what prettier magnets, than them. As long as you know how magnets work, I think you're fine. <laughs> Fucking magnets. How do they work? That's one of the most ridiculous videos. If yeah. Go YouTube it right now. Go watch now. Miracles, guys. Pause this go and watch, watch miracles. miracles by ICP. If you need a laugh, smoke some weed. Yeah. And then you will have Fucking a good magnets, time. Fucking magnets, how do they work? That's a direct quote from ICP, um, Lyrical Geniuses. Um, I would totally love to go to, like, don't they have, like, Juggalo Fest? Uh, I'm terrified of Juggalos, but, like, I it's would. It's called The I Gathering. I'll have you know. Treat it seriously. Are you being serious? Fuck no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the man in the corner is now giggling. I think this is number four. I think we're at number four of him. I could put a counter, like, giggle corner and man in the corner. <laughs> it's better this... than what the usual man in the corner does is just jerk off. <laughs> does he really sit in the cuck chair, Stefano? Yeah. Yes. We're going to add a counter every time you mispronounce his name. He's going to add it. He'd be so fucking pissed off. Good. Well, he should have been here. I, I know. Damn it, Stefano. Why did you have to get a fucking kid? Okay? Why did you have to knock up a bitch? And now you have her three days a week. But the funniest part about that Sting doll is, like I said, he's very religious and PC. Do you hear the sexual comments on this? Did he say try harder? He said try harder. Hit him. It's a wrestling, but you're supposed to wrestle with him. Ah! <laughs> Available at Walmart, kids. 
That's him coming. Um, oh, but drag queens are the threat. Drag queens are the threat. We're afraid of drag queens. People so, being afraid of drag queens is the dumbest thing that's been happening in the last few years. Drag queens are scary, but this is okay? Yeah. Ew. It makes you feel dirty, doesn't it? So the, the fact that you brought up the fleshlight and then it's a sex toy, it's not far off when I turn the sound on. Is that his nipple? Yeah. No! He, he has, has nipples. Nipple? He has nipples. Aww. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> Man in the corner's dying. <laughs> oh! Okay, I don't think I want to play with them anymore. Okay, here, let's turn him off. <laughs> Please turn him off. Because I don't want to turn him on. <laughs> <laughs> now available on Grinder. He just moaned one last time. I turned him off. Hey, Grinder, please, please sponsor us. Gr Dude, I would totally get sponsored by Grinder. I would totally. I mean, I want to try Grinder once because, you know, like I said earlier, I don't I'm think like, it's your demographic. <laughs> I know, but I love like, maybe hoagies and grinders. That's the sandwich joke. Oh, I was thinking of like uh, Chris Farley as the lunch lady. That's the, that's where I got it from. Oh, okay, hoagies and grinders, navy beans, navy. Yeah, we can't want, sing that. Yeah, we, we can't cancel. copyright. Yeah. I will absolutely dress like this man. Though. So I wore a suit last night on stage, uh, or just like a, yeah, I had a nice. I was dressed up last night. Good, and, and I love the glasses. Like, thank I, you. I, I like that that detail. I, I'm a big fan of branding. Well, my thing know. was like I I was making fun of Roscoe, making fun of people and stuff like that, and then I wanted to get back to myself. So I was like, I look like an overdressed Chris Farley trying out for Chippendales, <laughs> and it was part of the gimmick. And then I was like, or I look like I went to the barber and he confused the Last Samurai with the Last Supper. <laughs> Man in the corner gets it. Yes. No, when I get roasted, it's usually something about like I literally got a roast one day. It was like Missy gets her makeup tips from drag queens, and it's like, mm -hmm. oh. make a wish, <laughs> a goth wish. It was ash from a week. <laughs> make a goth wish. Oh, I should have done. I wish ash the Cure Wednesday. would put out more albums. <laughs> I actually don't care for the Cure. There's a lot of stuff I don't like. Poppycock. No. I just like saying that word. Mostly because, I, yeah, cock. Do you want to guess who my favorite band is of all time? By your hat, I would say Wing Chung. Who? Oh, everybody. No. Yeah. Um, I was just making a cup of noodles reference. Oh, because it's Asian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was the heat of the moment. Sometimes I'm too literal. This is why I suck at roast battles because, like, I'm too literal. Like, I just suck on grinder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jinkies! All right, I'll give you like, I'll give you four. <laughs> I'll give you four guesses on who my favorite band is. Can you give me at least a genre? Oh, um, like because that's they're kind of multi. They're kind of multi-genre. Okay, I'm not gonna say one of them because or a it, it decade might... or like... okay. Um, more popular in the early 90s. They're still together. Early 90s, mid 90s. Um, I don't want to say one of the things because it'll get Pearl Jam. No. No. But my, I love grunge. Like, this it's actually, it's not grunge. Okay. Foo okay. Fighters. No. Okay. So it's not grunge. Okay. Before you say another guess, it's okay. not grunge. But it's, their genre is kind of a mix. They, uh, ha they do rock, kind of bluegrassy, kind of country, kind of, there's, um, there's a violin in it and a, a saxophone. Nathaniel Rayclef? No. No. Okay, so like I'm of this generation where our attention spans are like nothing. Like How old are you? Oh actually I'm the same generation as you. Thirty four. 
Okay. No, I'm about to be 36. Oh, okay. So two um, years different. Okay. But yeah, um, they're a jam band. Okay. Grateful Dead. No, but think think mid think 90s. Think 90s. Fuck fish. Almost. You were so close. <laughs> the man in the corner is losing it. Because this is one of my favorite quirks about me. Is people, people we- Weezer? No. Can I can I yeah, just go ahead? Dave Matthews band. Oh God, get out the fucking show. No. <laughs> this is no everybody gives me shit Every for this. day. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I look like the guy from the fucking video. I just need a fucking hat. No, here's the thing. Like, I get shit for this all the time. Sometimes people like that's a joke. I'm like, no. I have loved Dave Matthews since I was seven years old. I like, like some of his songs, but it's kind of like mm-hmm. Hootie and the Blowfish, where like you mm-hmm. can't understand a lot of the shit he's saying. Uh huh. Like, well, and here's the thing: I'm one of those people. I don't like to yuck people's yums. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like you know, like I don't give a shit about football. I don't care. I don't even know how the game works. Like I get confused as hell. Like I got a, like I, I get a touch of the tism like watching football. I, I don't like know what's tight happening. Ends. Ah. Tight ends. And like, Wrong. there's something. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> Gay! <laughs> Man in the corner has no idea what's going on because he doesn't have a headset. <laughs> He's like, it could be anything. So was it like, did they like owe you, your family a, a debt or something? Was it like Hatfield versus McCoys? No. I'm just... I'm just flabbergasted. Like, how are you getting laid more than I am? And how are you needing, how are you not needing a sponsor like Blue Chew? Which, again, could be a sponsor of Unloading Meat, but they're not right now. If you'd like to change that and stop hearing about Stefano's sexual escapades, reach out to your favorite sponsors like Blue Chew and tell them to sponsor Unloading Meat. Now, back to the episode. I don't understand when people think things that they like. Like, you obviously have a lot of passions. You have yeah. a lot of things like, you know, I fucking love Batman. And, the, like, I don't like S- Superman or Spider-Man. Like, I don't care. I really don't care about Spider-Man. There's some people like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. like I just, like, told them their grandma's ugly. Like, they get so offended. I'm like. So I just have one just, question. Who hurt you? Exactly. <laughs> it's like, and more importantly, show me on the doll where I hurt you. Like, this well, seems well, very. I can bring back the steam doll. <laughs> He can reenact that shit, and he'll even have no, sound effects. I don't want him back. <laughs> Show us on the doll. Ugh. But, like, because people... Not now. <laughs> Jesus. It's all over the place. I know. Who's the Rocketeer? That's uh, Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I haven't even seen the second one. There's They're... just shit I don't get to. Those movies are great to get high with. Oh, I bet. They're very visually yeah. just appealing. They're right. beautiful. Anyway, I just think people should just be able to like what they like. And, like, I know that. Do I think Dave Matthews Band is the best band ever? No, absolutely not. Do I think Dave Matthews is the best singer? No. Even he knows that. Yeah. Like, they don't take them, like, they don't take themselves seriously. Like, they're fun to watch. Like, I prefer them live. I've seen them live 20 times. I bet they would be great live. Like, oh, yeah. Uh, they so... have three-hour shows. They're they're doing shit in their 50s. Like, they have only skipped, like, two or three summers with touring. They've been touring since 91. Yeah. And, like... It's insane how much I know about Dave Matthews. Well, like, I don't shit on any band because, like, I'll show you an example. Like, uh, one time I got free tickets to a Maroon 5 concert. I'm okay. not a Maroon 5 fan at all. No, I mean, I've, I've heard them on the radio. I've heard, you There's know, a couple uh, songs I couple like. A couple songs, yeah. yeah. Like, I, heard, I heard Adam Levine on, like, Howard Stern doing some covers like Purple Rain and stuff, and it's beautiful. Like, you uh-huh. can't really sing. Yeah. But I got free tickets to BOK Center. Let's go yeah. watch it. All right. Went there. 
one of the best fucking shows I've ever seen in my life. Like, they are fucking performers. Right. Like, and when they're live, uh-huh. it's a full band. Guitar, drums, yeah. bass. It's not a fucking pop track. Right. It's a rock show. Right. And then they have a fucking uh, walkway descend from the rafters, and he's walking out to the crowd with his fucking wireless electric guitar. That's Just cool. playing solos. And I'm like, now I'm a fan of them because live, they're way better than I just hear on songs. Right. Oh, and that's the same. That's what I tell people. Like, I don't. I don't want to share Dave, quite frankly. I like that they're really not mainstream. Like they, and like I get they get associated a lot with like frat boys, like the frat yeah. boy culture, and like that was true for a long time. But they're not there anymore. It's not like they're wearing Oakleys, right? <laughs> like, but I'm telling you, I've never met an asshole at a Dave show ever, ever. Everybody like I was. I bet there's some assholes that have been fucked at a Dave Matthews show. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And also, they're really cheap. Like I'm very spoiled. Because I've never paid more than like eighty dollars, eighty five dollars, like for a Dave show. Yeah. And like cheap, you know, and like people are like it's because they suck and no one's. It's like actually, I'm not, no, like a lot of. I I think it's funny this whole we're very absolute. We're we talk in absolutes. Yes. Everything's extreme. Yeah. Like again, like I don't. I look like I cry myself to sleep to My Chemical Romance, but no, I don't care. You jerk off to My Chemical Romance. No, I actually jerk <laughs> off to AFI. Oh. If we're being like Miss Murder. Girls not gray. No, Miss Murder is the only song I like from. AFI. I like Miss Murder. It's a good song. I just like little songs here and there. Yeah. Like and just and then I have random obsessions like Dave Matthews. Like yeah. I've Well, I found I AFI own... from uh wrestling actually because CM Punk is original entrance music on the indies. I don't know if you know who CM Punk is or heard that name. Um was Miss Sarah Cantor. It's like a one minute intro for one of their albums. Uh-huh. He, he walked to the ring with that and it's like a dope, dope intro to an album. Like it's uh-huh. metal as fuck. That's cool. It's a really cool intro. It has no. It's just like them chanting, like hate and stuff. And it's like a one minute song. That's but so it's cool. a really cool song. And then Miss Murder. That's about yeah. the only two songs. And then I think hey. Girls Not Gray. We can't sing it. No, we we'll copyright struck. <laughs> okay, but you mentioning Adam Levine Maroon Five. I once saw Barry Manilow in concert. Ooh, nice. And my mom's, um, my mom's a huge Barry Manilow. Really? Fan. Yeah. Really? Is her yeah. favorite song Mandy? I don't know if it's Mandy. I don't know. Actually, know what her favorite Barry, Barry Manilow song. I know her favorite song, surprisingly, is ZZ Top's "Tush." Is her favorite song of all time? Yeah, that's fair. Wow. Yeah, like I don't know why, but like she goes to ZZ Top concert, and like that's just, that's just one of her things. That's just that's her specific favorite song, and I have no idea why. Yeah, my favorite song of all time is "Crying" by Roy Orbison. Ooh, that's a mm-hmm. good one. That's my favorite, and up there is like "Unchained Melody." Ooh, yeah. I wish that's I could. A good one. Do you do karaoke at all? Uh huh. I do too. Yeah, it's fun. So that's honestly how I my started. My go to is usually Amy Winehouse. Is really? My go-to. The man in the corner has seen me do karaoke. I actually. My go to is, is Amy Winehouse or. So Amy Winehouse when she was alive or current Amy Winehouse? Both. Whatever you want. Oh, because it'll be a little like. Right. Now. Uh, well, my voice, my, my shitty voice is, <laughs> is, is getting that me more. I thought you were trying should, to say that I sound like Amy Winehouse now. Because I was like, well, she's been dead for like 10 years. That's oh, a kind of an insult to yourself. Yeah, it kind of wasn't a shock, though. Yeah. Like, it's no. Sad thing. Like, yeah. The fucking song, Go to Rehab. No, no, no. Like, yeah. Like, I it was a cry for help. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and the studios were like, keep printing money. <laughs> <laughs> There's very but, few celebrity deaths that are like shocking. Yeah. Like, like, they're, like there's And they always few- come in threes. They always come in threes. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Like Alan Rickman, shocking as hell. Aww. That sucked. That sucked. And I think I jinxed it because, like, when David Bowie died, 
which um, that was January 11th, 2016. And I believe he was holding the universe together. And like that's when shit went down. Oh, yeah. And then he released that dark album, his last album. I don't even listen to it. It's hard he, as fuck to listen to. I love it because, like, that is artistic as fuck. That's when it cause, is. Because when that album came out on his birthday, which, hold up. So I'm, I'm assuming you're a big Bowie fan. Yes. I love Bowie. I sing Bowie on Bowie karaoke. is one of my biggest influences in terms of performance. Ziggy Stardust, I sing at karaoke. Oh, yeah. I love Ziggy Stardust. I love, uh, I love singing uh, Fame. Or not, yeah, not fame. Uh, yeah, fame. I don't know if I've ever done a Bowie song at karaoke. And then uh, I haven't done karaoke in a long time because, like, all my energy goes to this, like, yeah. comedy, dragon, burlesque. Well, like, in, during COVID, like, where I couldn't do shit because, like, my so I've been divorced twice. Okay. Um, my second wife and me, our biggest hobby was like karaoke, like every weekend and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's how I kind of like got my stage kind of presence going and stuff like that. Because mm-hmm. I honestly feel it's if you ever practice, yeah, guys, if you ever want to try out for karaoke for stand up, try karaoke. Yeah, you can get all. a lot of stage jitters out of your way, feel mm-hmm. your way out. It's a pre-recorded track. There's no mm-hmm. pressure at all to perform. You can be shit-faced. Yeah. And you're performing to drunks that are mm-hmm. all just wanting a song to listen to and tap their foot. Mm-hmm. You could even start riffing and talk up there and joke, and they'll even like you as a bit. Um, it's a great way to get ready for an open mic or something like that. It's just kind of it really get into it. Oh, yeah. But when COVID happened... I would much rather lip sync, though. This is where, like, when I do drag, I'm in my element. Yeah. I'm completely in my element. It is my... I, I love it more like I love it more than comedy. I feel let's say this I because I, I use comedy in it. I'm yeah. very comedic with my drag a lot of times, but um, I mean a drag clown, but like um, I don't know if it's like the costuming or the makeup or whatever, but it's just it's I feel more uh, confident in drag than I do in comedy. Yeah, like I don't do comedy competitions. Like it's not my place. But also my objective as a comedian is different. From a lot of like me and like the man in the corner, and like a few of us, we just do it as a hobby. Like yeah. we're, we're like I don't want to be famous. I like I thought I used to think I wanted to be famous. Like when I was younger, like the first thing I wanted to be when I grew up, like you know when like what was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up? Like when you were a little kid, can you remember? Uh, besides Power Ranger, and not raped. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> Childhood molestation and rape is where uh, comedians are made. Yeah, it really is. You're made in a dark room and told to shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody finishes, and then you stop crying eventually. That's sad. That so far the hardest laugh I've had is over a rape joke. But yeah. like, like I've been me too twice. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I like I. And here's the thing: I'm not saying you should like. I've been me too just because I weigh this as much as two people. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> me too that's why I gotta get two seats when I fly it got really I, dark right there too no, like, nobody just, laughed at that shit because, holy fuck no, it got I, really real you're like you have to buy two seats on a plane I feel so sorry for you no because again I'm really literal so I didn't sometimes I don't catch jokes Oh, I re- you can ask a lot of people there's like <laughs> there's someone like Missy it's a joke I'm like what like, this is where uh, Stefan's gonna be like, yeah, it wasn't fucking funny, fat ass, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I thought we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, rape and molestation. And then, like, there's. It's all intertwined with me. It's my history. <laughs> and here's the thing. And because, like, I'm a. I do comedy for the fun of it, and it's therapeutic for me. Yeah. That's mainly what, like, I started r- actively writing during the pandemic because, like, and I know you mentioned the pandemic was horrible for you. Like, yeah. 2020 was, like, oh, Jesus. Like, I was. My life is so different now. I was working on. Um, my bachelor's that I had been working on on and off forever. Like I worked in the mental health field, like for 10 years. 
in total. Like in yeah. between there was stuff, but I always went back to mental health. And like, really, if I think back on it, like again, going when I was like four, I can remember like one of my the nursery attendants at church asking me and my brother what we wanted to be when we grew up, and my brother said like a fireman. And like he's not a fireman now, but he's a fire protection engineer. So he kind of <laughs> stayed in. The, he makes hella money. His room, like his man cave, looks a lot like this. Yeah, oh, he's really? Really? Earlier, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's the one that's that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. so like, um, hopefully he's watching this. Better hmm. motherfucker. This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by your favorite VPN providers such as Express or Nord, or any other VPN product that is constantly bombarding you with ads on every podcast, YouTube clip, everything that you ever watch. Hell, I'm half... Honestly, VPNs, you guys should just be advertising on every Pornhub site and any any kind of adult site. Because, guys, if you're ever trying to, you know, wank one off real quick and you need to be sure, sure, that your favorite cable provider is not browsing on it, hop on a VPN. And, guys... If you're tired of these fake weird ads, reach out to those VPNs and tell them to sponsor Unloading Meat. Now, back to the show. Consent is sexy. Consent is um, sexy. I saw a shirt like that once and I really wanted to punch a cat. Like, yeah, I, I just want like, to come Ugh. on it. No, I didn't want to come on it. I just <laughs> Not the cat, the shirt. <laughs> the cat's what you clean up with. Oh, God. We're... The man in the corner loves cats. That is another clue. Oh, really, <laughs> man in the corner? people. Yes, he has two cats. He's uh, a cat daddy. Oh, uh, well, I'm allergic to cats, so deadly allergic to cats. Like, the worst time I ever had, I went to a party once, and I didn't know they had a cat. The cat got into all the jackets. And it started storming the hail and stuff like that, and it was like 20 miles from my college. So I put my jacket on, I'm going to head home. I'm drunk. I've smoked a little bit. I'm not feeling that great. But I'm on the road trying to get home back to my norm. I start breaking out. The cat hair got around my neck. My throat starts swelling shut. My mm-hmm. eyes start swelling shut. It's raining and hailing, and I have to drive 20 miles to Claremore. Oh. I start calling my friends, and I can't even talk, so I'm like, get me out of the car. Like, I, I couldn't talk or anything, and I get there, and I have to literally like, crawl out of the car and crawl out to them, and they give me like mm-hmm. a fucking antihistamine drug, and I just fall asleep on my friend's couch. Like That's the closest I ever got to like dying from it, so cats can be just go fuck yourselves <laughs> a little bit, cats. Your dander. It's just your dander. Like if they had like head and shoulders for cats, that'd be cool. You want to hear one of my jokes or one of my usual openers is um like when I do my stand up is like you know I'm recently celebrated five years clean and sober. It usually gets an applause. You take a sip of my drink from the body and blood of Christ. <laughs> I'm a recovering Catholic. I usually ask if there's recovering Catholics in the room because it's like you can take the girl out of Catholicism. But the Catholic guilt doesn't fucking go away. Like, it doesn't go away. It never goes away. Like, when does it leave? Like, I believe that when babies are baptized, um, they're dipped in a vat of holy water and guilt. Because <laughs> it sucks. I'm like, I'm so comfortable and happy with myself. I do like who I've become. I love who I've become. Little Missy would have loved, like, would love this. Um Oh, which brings me back. See, everything comes in full circle. We were talking about when my babysitter asked, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And I remember saying, I want to be Dorothy. Oh, Wizard, Wizard of Oz? Yeah, and she was like, oh, from Wizard of Oz. I said, yes. Yeah, the and Red that's, Slippers. That's in, that's in, yeah, that's in my top, top five, like, favorite movies of all time. I, like, love the book series. I love. I okay. hate I hate Wicked, though. I hate Wicked the Musical. So what is your top five, if you had to give top five movies? Okay. And there's really no particular order. That's fine. But like, And I also have categories, too, because it's like there's films and there's movies. Okay, so you know? let's say 
Films. Top okay. five films. Okay. Oh, top five films. Or just like your favorite film. You don't okay. have to be top my, five. My, I think my top favorite. Top your head. Yeah, my favorite film is There Will Be Blood. Oh, ooh, yeah. yeah. That's like, I think, uh, the, the Daniel Day-Lewis Lewis and, and uh, Paul, Paul Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson, no. Paul Thomas Anderson. Uh, I, I get know. a lot of directors confused. Paul Dano is the one that's in it. Paul Dano is one of my favorite actors. Yes, yes I first saw him in uh, Little Miss Sunshine. That's one. That's in my top five. Really? It's, yes. High five. It's one of my comfort movies. I yes. watched it this week. This and like, so it's Little Miss Sunshine, Ghostbusters. Okay. I fucking love Ghostbusters. And like, I love the sequel too, but like, yeah. I just love the series. What about and the like, female one? No. Yeah. I, I don't. And here's why. And this is where I piss a lot of women off because it's, I know I look like a bitch who like men hate, yeah. which they hate me too. But like I piss women off all the time. They do straight women overall do not like me. Like they may and like well, it's but mostly I'm, because the, their husbands are jerking off to you probably or something. I don't know. Probably. I mean like apparently I fit like not to discriminate, but you do look like a certain type of fetish. Oh, absolutely. I fit a lot of fetishes and I didn't yeah. know about this until like mid thirties. And we're back. Ah! <laughs> we were just having like, you know, armchair therapy. Yeah. Otherwise known as I had to take a shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Unloading uh, the meat. Yeah. Ew. I grossed myself out with that one. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Usually if meat's back there, I have to use lube. Um, <laughs> no. No, we just had a private conversation. My about dad's going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Does your dad watch this? Eventually. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I think. My dad's okay with with me coming. Like I'm, I'm, I recognize myself as bi. I come out as bi. Okay, cool. Um, I have a few family members that don't talk to me anymore. Just situations because of that. They're very religious, and there's their viewpoints. I have my viewpoints. We had a blowing up around mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. We don't talk anymore. Yeah, the natural Thanksgiving man in the corner. You can talk. You can laugh. We can hear you. Yeah. Put the <laughs> mic up to the mouth. It's like a cock. You gotta have it right there. The man in the cuck chair. The man in the cuck chair. What are you gonna say, man in the cuck chair? I'm sorry. You got anything to add about Thanksgiving? <laughs> okay, he's... he mouthed. No. No, but uh, so I was actively writing. I forgot I had my hat on. Should I talk about the hat real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead with All the right, hat. So this is my clown hat. It's been my clown hat for eight years. Uh, I made it out of a uh, cup noodles uh, thing. How to say that? It's a brand. It's okay. It's okay. Well, yeah. Okay, and like newspaper and like cardboard and like. Uh, electrical tape that, that, and like some pom-pom balls and but, like it started like I should find a picture of what it started out as because like back in like 2014 this is exactly how the clowning started yeah. well besides like I, I've always loved been obsessed with like the circus yeah sideshow freaks like all of it and I always liked clowns but that was something that's not cool to talk about because yeah. honestly I think most people who say they're afraid of clowns are bullshit because um, I, I know it's real. I it know is chlor- real. I know chloroform is very real, and I know there's some scary-ass clowns out there. I know that. One of my best friends, shout out to Pablo, um, terrified of clowns. Like, like mm-hmm. literally oh, will yeah, pass I, out. Yeah. I, I have a friend, same thing. And I, I know that like the, anything can be a fear, but I think most people are lying. And I ask them, because it's socially expected to be afraid of clowns. Yeah. It's socially expected well, to be afraid of clowns. I like te- spiders. And I ask them, like, oh, I'm scared of clowns. I'm like, are you? Tell me why. They can't give me a good answer, and some people like I. Some people like I. I just don't like them. I'm like yeah. that's okay. Well, the, the first time I, I tested out with my friend, comforting. I tested with my friend when we worked at a cell phone store once, and mm-hmm. he was on the phone with a client outside on the floor. I got a clown mask at Walgreens, put it on, and I was like, "Hey, Pablo, come to the back." And he's on the phone with a customer, and he walks through the door, and he just sees me, and he's just like, 
give me one second. And he's just like trying to not pass out on the phone and on the sales floor in front of all the customers. And I'm like, oh, I went too far. I may have went a little too far. I wouldn't like. Here's the thing. Even though I love being clowns, I would never. If I just thought he was full bullshit, I was like, you can't really be that scared of him. It's a fucking. We talked about. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he is. He is. I'm sorry. I don't want to scare anybody, but also like, if you don't like clowns, like, don't follow my shit. Don't come see my shows. Like, I'm still gonna do it. Yeah. So like, when he sees the thumbnail for this episode, he's probably be like, oh shit. I didn't even tell him that you were coming on. <laughs> the thing is, I'm not in full clown because yeah. I can't find my clown white, which is my foundation. Yeah. Um, which I pretty much, I'm in clown face like most of my time. Wouldn't you say, man in the corner? I'm pretty much in clown face a lot these days. Like, I'm rarely bare faced. Um, that's just during the day <laughs> in the, you know, real people land and where it's scary. But um, like grocery stores, I hate grocery stores. I find them, I'm terrified of them. And I think what shocks people is I have so I have social anxiety, and I used to have like some mild agoraphobia. Yeah, actually, and um, the pandemic really brought that back. How many upsets people sometimes, but um, you know, like and it, like us like I'm making rape jokes. Like <laughs> <laughs> that woke man in the corner up so fast. He looked up from his phone. Oh, mm-hmm. man in the corner was just like rape. Where? Like, and that's where because and this is see the all the tension that's being broken right yeah. now. This is therapy. This is therapeutic, yeah. and I kind of know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. um, um, and that's and that's why I do comedy. Yeah, it's therapeutic to me. And like, I'm not. I'm usually not like this when I do stand up. Yeah, only sometimes if it, like I'll, I'll do roasting as a clown because like I just like it's easier to do as a character. Yeah. I'm like not taking it seriously. This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by your favorite food delivery service such as DoorDash or Uber Eats, but it could be. You can obviously tell from this frame, I use those services quite a bit. So help me out and help the channel out. Reach out to those companies and tell them to sponsor this fat ass. Now, back to the show. I went through a dark path in 2021 and then 2022 I came out of it and got on the right meds a little bit, got that Mm -hmm. adjusted. Started working on this. I was a full mm-hmm. recluse. I did not leave this house 2022 mostly. Wow. Okay. Um, and then into 2022, I started stand up after I got this built. I fucking so love that. that's kind of where we're at now. I love it. Like, no, this shit keeps me alive. It yeah. really does. And like, and I thought I wanted to be famous. And like I said, going back to the childhood story, yeah. like I wanted to be Dorothy. Yeah. And um, oh, my other favorite movie is Dark Knight. Okay. So Dark Knight. Uh, Love it. Little Miss Sunshine, um, There Will Be Blood, uh, Wizard of Oz, and Ghostbusters are like my five favorite That's movies great. of all time. And I have other categories. Like yeah. I think Children of Men is like one of the best That's films I've ever movie. seen. I, I wouldn't watch it every week. It's yeah. pretty dark. But like I'm like, this is one of the most well-made pieces of film I've yeah. ever seen. Like I love nearly everything Coen Brothers related. Yes. Including one of their most underrated movies that I love that no one seems to like is The Lady Killers. And it's I love The Lady Killers. Tom Hanks. Yes. That is Tom Hanks's. Oh my one god! One of my favorite um, roles of his. Um, and then the dude that's from Sons of Anarchy, he is in it as the dumb one. He's the 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 muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't watch Sons of Anarchy, but um, like, because he was also in like. Um, uh, remember the Titans? Yeah, you can kind of see the clown shoe. You can. The sexy clown shoes. Yes. I can almost do complete splits in these. Almost. Wow. Almost. Wow. Almost. We're getting there. We have to. We have to stretch <laughs> out a bit. Um. 
But like, yeah, I, I don't want to get fam- I don't want to get famous from this uh-huh. so much as I want to be able to, to just like do this for a living and get yeah. enough to where I can pay for my family, pay for everything on the bills. Right. And this is just what I do for a living. Right. That's what I want to do. I do get paid to it's insane. I get like I don't get I get sometimes get paid as a comic, but also it was like, oh, this is a cool extra. Yeah. You know, like I didn't expect to get paid at yeah. all for it. I didn't know it, the scene was the scene. Like I just started it because I wanted to. It yeah. was a goal I had and I was like, rip just rip the band-aid. You yeah. know, I wasn't I left my career. Um let's go back to Judy Garland. Okay, like so Yeah, Wizard I, of Oz. Yeah, I said I wanted to be Dorothy. Yeah. And my the nursery attendant, her name was Miss Bunny. May she rest in peace. Um, her Shout real name was Bunny. Bunny. Her na- real name was Bunny. She was lovely. Rest in peace, Bunny. Rest yes. in peace. And I she, don't know um, you, but rest in peace. Yes. Yes. But she um, was like, oh, Dorothy, like Wizard of Oz. Mike. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, that's an actress. Her name is Judy Garland. I said, I want to be Judy Garland when I grow up. And she started like laughing. She thought it was so cute. Yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm dead serious. I want to be Judy Garland. And Judy Garland is probably my earliest influence. Absolutely. Like... And, like, I'm almost, like, I think she died at, like, 47, and I'm, like, I didn't think I'd make it past 30, so, yeah. like, there's still hope that, like, I could die at 47, like, be, like, I'm, I was kind of bummed I wasn't in the 27 club, to be well, honest. Well, medicine's come a long way since, like, the 40s or 50s, too. Right. <laughs> but I'm almost, like, I'm never going to be. Our life expectancy's like, doubled. <laughs> right. I'm never going to be iconic and be the superstar that Judy Garland was, but, like, I had the pill popping and the eating disorder and, like. <laughs> the the failed marriage like we're almost there the weight fluctuation like I've i think been you're focusing on the wrong aspects so. i know but judy garland is like it's like i'm fat elvis without the talent <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i got a side note i watched the elvis movie and we can record this and put it in because yeah. like i really don't i haven't i uh, i get into these weird stages especially when i'm being creative and yeah. doing shows and working on stuff like I don't want to watch something new. Yeah. Like I, I, there's so many shows and movies I haven't seen, and it, like I think it's again going back to people taking shit personal. Like I don't give a shit if people don't like Dave Matthews. I yeah. really don't care. I more for me. Yeah. I don't want to share him anyway. He's mine. Do you want to know what my top five are music is? Yes. So my favorite bands, I I have them tied. Queen. Fred, uh, Foo Fighters, because I'm a big Dave Grohl fan. Dave Grohl is a, a fucking Dave Renaissance Grohl. man. He's one of the best ever. Rest in peace, Taylor Hawkins. Yes. And then, completely out of left field, The Four Seasons. Frankie Valli. I love that. Because I sing Frankie Valli karaoke. I I I have a high-pitched singing voice. Yes? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I sing a lot of Frankie Valli. The Darkness, if you know The Darkness, the band, like, I believe in a thing called Love. Yes. I will sing that, like... The Man in the Corner Knows the Darkness. I I love a lot of high-pitched stuff, because I'm very... That's my natural voice you can hear is, is more... Yeah, it's higher. Higher than mm-hmm. a, for a man. So just, yeah, just naturally. Yeah, and my voice is deeper. <laughs> like Yeah, so no. like Mickey Mouse I can do and stuff like that. Oh, boy. Huh? <laughs> I did Get not, your ass out of here. <laughs> I did not expect any of that. <laughs> you want to hear my favorite joke of all time? Sure. Um, it's You probably know it. Um, so uh, Mickey Mouse was uh, visiting his lawyer because uh, he was getting a divorce from okay. Minnie, Minnie Mouse. Uh, Let me get this straight. You're divorcing Minnie because... She's crazy, and, then what, what, what? and he he says, "No, she's fucking goofy." <laughs> I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> she put a mouse a tool up his ass and everything. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Gorge." She didn't use Lou, but he was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." 
Yeah. I feel like these headphones give me a little help. <laughs> Especially when my eyes were closed and like just with like the Mickey voice just like got me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I try to like I've been wanting to do that. Like, what if I can like reincorporate like scenes from like Drive with Ryan Gosling but do it with Mickey? Like, hey girl. Oh, I, I am working on so like much. another like I have like uh, a gay chipmunk laughing. <laughs> or if he's on grinder and he finds he swipes right. Like, huh? I used to be able to do a good witch laugh. Like I naturally have a witch cackle. Like a let's hear it. Let's hear it for the audience. Like my natural witch cackle laugh. Let's do it. Oh, I, someone has to make me laugh though. Um, obesity. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's my witch laugh. <laughs> Man, look <laughs> And it's real. Like, I feel like, like my favorite gift to use is like the evil old crone witch from Snow White oh, laughing really? and going into the basement. Like, that's me. Like, that's that's my aesthetic. That was your freaking Tinder profile. No, that's uh, no, that's my grinder profile. Oh. Grinder's fucking creepy, man. I've never been on it for obvious reasons. I mean, you could see all types on there. Like, it's nothing. There's nothing. I'm not shaming anybody. Everybody deserves their own kinks. Get off how you want as long as it's consensual. And they're above 18. Turned on my grinder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you see Son all the types on the there. Corner, so, like, a lot of the dudes either look like me or they look like you currently. Really? Yes. Oh. Like, there's some badass. Like, so, I had a dude on there that was totally... Uh, uh, Full, like, you'll see trans, you'll see different, you know, female to male, male to male, or male to female, all different types. Um, Non-binary. Yeah, and then some people, dudes just dressing up in fem- feminine clothing and stuff like that and drag. And this dude was like, <coughs> I couldn't tell what they are, because you never want to assume. They could, oh, be, yeah. they could be trans, or they could just be simply in drag, or they could just be dressing up for their sexual kink. You never know what's going to happen on that one. Right A lot here. of people don't know what I am, like, yeah. most of the time. So you never want to assume. No. So this dude, and I know that's part of my that's part of my shtick though. Yeah, because I want to confuse them. I thought this was a passable female to tra- to male. Okay, like total like they sent pictures and it was like stunning. They had a bold boob job, everything. I was like, this is you're fantastic looking. Mm-hmm. Until they started speaking, and you can look a certain way, you can dress up and look as feminine as you want, but once you start speaking, there's there's a certain dude speak when they're horny that it just comes out. You don't suddenly start talking like a woman. Mm-hmm. You don't start flirting like a woman. You start flirting like a dude. So the next thing is like, I want you to fuck me in the ass. Hard. And then I want you to push the shit out of me. And then I'll shit on you. And then we'll play in the shit together. So after I cleaned up, I blocked them. (laughs) (laughs) But like, you just never know what you're going to get on Grindr, okay? That sounds stressful. Yeah, it is. Like, I, I don't even like social media. Like I ha- it's a necessary evil. I don't fucking have a TikTok. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Car- Carol Burnett didn't have a TikTok. I don't I, want one either. Well, if I was only on a diet of TikToks, I'd probably lose some weight. Now that was my diet in high school, like back when I did ballet and shit. Uh, mm-hmm. Mine was just virginity. <laughs> my favorite I lost my virginity to a Wiccan. Is that true? That's a true story. Oh wow. <laughs> Christ on a cracker. Yeah, literally. They were religious. <laughs> See, it... And then some point where you come on a cracker. Have you heard about that? It's also like a man in the corner suddenly is nodding his head, and I don't know what to take from that. <laughs> is that is that your is that your kink? Oh, okay. 
I mean, we can talk about it. I can activate your I mic. I fit a few kinks I found out. Like, I'm at the age where, like, okay, apparently, you know, step stepmoms are, it's like, everywhere. a big thing. Yeah, like, that's really hot right now. Yeah. And, like, I fit that age to be a stepmom. Yeah. But then, like, there's also the clown thing. Like, there are three men I know in my life that are like, you unlocked something. Suddenly, like, you know, they're like, mm, well, yeah. what was it? New fetish unlocked. Um, well, then I, I had that happen with one and of And then my... the big titty goth girl. Big titty goth girl's a thing. Yeah. I wouldn't consider myself goth. Like, if I had to make something up, it'd be like emoth. Days. Like, my, like, emoth sounds like a new NFT. See, and I don't. I don't Emoth know. sounds like something Elon Musk is going to try to buy next. I see, and I purposely don't pay. I purposely don't pay attention to what's going on in the world. Like I'm very far removed from it on purpose. Yeah, and unless um, it's related to cup noodles or. All right. Yeah, which you know, stocks are down. Oh, we can go back to the origin of the hat. Yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, so let's back do in 2014, um, I decided to, and at the time I was a makeup artist. Yeah. I was off work for Halloween, and Halloween's like my. Christmas like it's the only holiday I really give a shit about I'm not like anti-Christmas and I'm a bah humbug I just tolerate it till it yeah. passes and I'll participate in some shit but like I'm like I don't care I don't get excited but Halloween's like my shit and I'll do like eight costumes like a month like I you know I love to dress up like other comics as well mm-hmm. which is fun I've done that a few times I like to make things like I, like I said Would I you like dress to- up as me absolutely I'll be a slutty clown you oh that'd be great I, yeah, I, I want to love- see those photos we have to go back to your photos soon too I mean, in all honesty, if you really like this show, Unloading Meat, you will reach out to your favorite DoorDash or Uber Eats company and tell them to sponsor the show. Because it's kind of like a Mr. B situation where I spend so much fucking money on food being a fat ass that if they were to sponsor the show, somehow that money would go directly back into the show in a weird way. So, yeah, get us a sponsorship. Now back to the show. I need to find that picture of my first like full clowning um and i was like i gotta go i'm sorry i have to react to the my first full clowning Clowning that is a lifestyle i i'm not disparaging it's just i'm used i'm it's kind of like whenever the trans thing came out and you're trying to get used to the pronouns and everything i'm not coming out of the closet as a clown yeah i does stuff (laughs) like i came out of the closet as bi right and yeah you got me trump with a clown like well, technically, I didn't come out as bi. I came out. So we got in a fight, an argument, and then I am bi, but this is how fucked up it is. I shouted, well, what if I was gay? Because gay just sounds better than bi. Like, nobody respects bisexual at all. No. It's no. like, pick a side, motherfuckers. And, like, I can't because I love both. Like, but you know what I'm not going to do? What? I'm not going to make up a fake term and try to put myself in the LGBT yeah. community. Yeah. Because I hate that shit. LGBTC. Right, like Q, you'll see, would be cl- not cunt, clown. Right. Yeah. No, no, like no, my like my no, like my attraction. We <laughs> <laughs> oh, should have brought my clown horn. God damn it! I can't find my clown horn. That Actually, that, I've never done that. That's pretty close, right? <laughs> that sounds like my bed when I'm getting fucked. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so like, oh my gosh, I love all the different directions. This, this I know this conversation. That's why, going. like, when people are like, "What's the show about?" I'm like. Whatever we want it to be. It's just shit talking for So the ultimate goal, like I was getting back to that, um, before I got on the scene with a stand-up and open mic and stuff like that and started meeting people, meeting you at that bar. We met at the bar, right? Yeah, at uh, uh, Colony. The Colony, yeah, because there was a show there. Was it your show? No, it was a friend show. No. Friend show. Uh, um, Conrad. Conrad. He's like, I call myself the second funniest comic without eyebrows. Yeah. Because he, you know, his, yeah. he has none. I'll peach you. Yeah. 
Shout out to Alopecia. We'll put on a gif of like Will Smith slapping Chris Rock for fucking. She's wife. not even real. Al- she doesn't even have the real Alopecia. I know. That's the funniest thing. She has like anyway. She's just Al. Uh, Al piece of shit. Um. I. <laughs> 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 That's gonna be a t-shirt. <laughs> Should be. Yeah. Will Smith um, will slap it off me. <laughs> So, okay, I don't care about bad no, boys. No, but I work. was, I was, I was in clown. I was in full clown the night I met you. Yeah, yeah. And I was high as fuck. And you're like, what the fuck is that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, but no. Like, and I also kind of look homeless. Like, all no, the honestly, time. I'm glad it happened. So again, yeah. shout out to Roscoe. Yeah. He invited me out. Yeah. He didn't. I didn't know shit. So I, if you remember at the bar, I, we were sitting outside on the patio, and I just had my back on the brick. I didn't know fucking anybody. I was silent Bob just sitting against the wall. That night changed my life because it honestly changed the, the point of view of the podcast because I didn't know anybody, and I was like anxiety kind of going out of control, real talk. I was smoking a lot, didn't know shit, and he invited me, and then like he was hanging out with people and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he goes, and he puts his arm around me, and he goes and brings me to you and everybody else. He goes, this is Jared. He did stand-up tonight. Very funny. And he proceeded to do that and wave me around everybody in the bar and do that one by one. He didn't have to do that. No. But that's our that's our community though. That's exactly. the community of artists is like and the being that I have the pleasure of not only doing, you know, cuz it started with stand up. My favorite um my favorite comic of all time and my top in my my top um influence is Gary Goleman. Really? Yes. Gary Goleman is my Beyoncé. Can um okay. You hate him too, don't no, you? No, I love Gary Goleman. It's just I'm thinking of a comedy special cuz my all-time favorite is David Tell. I love Dave. Mm-hmm. So uh, they did a show. It was like him. I think it was Gary Goldman, uh, uh, Dane Cook. They had a, a movie out. Tourgasm. Tourgasm. Yeah, that was it. Mm-hmm. Um, That's how I, I got into him. Like I watched that just for Gary. Really, I wasn't a Dane Cook fan. I wasn't. I, much of a I, Dane, think, I, I think he has everybody good delivery. Had a, everybody had a phase where Dane Cook was great, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's cool." And then it kind of like Nickelback. oh, he has bits that I find funny. Yeah, it's like, kind of like Nickelback where it got overplayed, right, right. and yeah. then Rockstar came out, and you're like, "Fuck that guy." Right. Um, <laughs> And then also, Dane is also pretty real guy. I don't know if you've seen him like lately. Like he had some fucked up. Shit. He lost all his money. Like his brother, Dane Cook. Dane, Cook, oh. I had like a, I gained a lot of respect for him because like after everything blew up, you know, he kind of fell out of the limelight and stuff. Mm-hmm. His brother or a family member, I don't, I don't want to misspeak, but was his uh, financial manager. It basically robbed him blind. Oh, that's terrible. And he was fucking well, that broke. Shows you how how unpredictable this shit is. Yeah, comedy's. Yeah, it's 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 it's. But it also Comedy's sh- one of the weirdest things I've ever done because it's like what a weird ass thing that yeah. like I'm burying my soul, and like hopefully doing... you laugh right yeah and like also like guy in the corners like, yeah do you have a comment you want to say it? oh oh never never but like fucking Edgar Allan Poe over there nevermore um but like I that's like... a goth joke that's a goth joke yes I know fucking one thing of Edgar Allan Poe fortunately and unfortunately I've have somewhat of a, I wouldn't say reputation but um I've made two hecklers cry I've <laughs> elaborate I, I have they, to know this story I right. just have to and they were both women so oh because a, a lot of people there's some people Wh- in the comedy scene women hecklers yes. I oh wow yes drunk okay obviously okay it always is and that's what's so frustrating it's yeah. like god damn it like you're not you gonna never get high hecklers tomorrow. high hecklers High people, yeah, guy in the corner announces, yeah, or mm-hmm. agrees. High hecklers, there's no such thing as they're just chill. They're just there to enjoy themselves and laugh. Because it's like, do you go to the, like, it's really frustrating because, how do I put it? It's like, people, what people don't see 
is like the stuff that goes into you just see a few minutes on stage. Yeah. We're writing shit. We're editing shit. We're trying shit out in conversations. That's how I did a lot of my writing was yeah. like trying shit on a, like an, uh, on other people. And then recording yourself and hearing how you, sell, you sound back and stuff like that. That's what I do a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And I actually I stopped recording about mm, a few months ago just because it's not. It was really important in the beginning. Like, yeah. it really helped me. Like, people said, record your shit. And, like, yeah. And, like, early on, like, I wanted to... I did this thing when I started where I was like, I have to prove that I'm smart. It was this weird obsession that I had. I was like, I have to prove to people that I'm smart. Because, like, I knew that... Mm. And I don't want to play the woman card, but as a female comic, there's shit I was not prepared for. Yeah. That I dealt with. Of, like, I knew it was going to be hard. And, like, no matter what you are, like, start doing stand-ups, like... It's hard. Yeah. And then sometimes, it, but it got to a point where it's it's not hard for me now. I, and again, it's, you know. And like, nobody's going to know what you went through or anything like that. Everybody is an individual journey. But yeah, especially, I, I can totally oh, it's empathize obnoxious. with One of the most comics, like female comics. Like, God and I've damn. Said this, I've said this a lot of times. It's a fucking I, sausage fest. Like, yeah. And it's a bro fest. Right. Not that I'm mansplaining to you. Huh. <laughs> That really sounded like mansplaining. I'm really trying not to, guys. No, I know. <laughs> <laughs> She's over here like, that was hard for female comics. I'm like, yeah, female comics have it hard, don't you know? <laughs> Do you know that female comics are like an endangered species? You have feminine energy, so you're allowed to say. Well, that. it's all the dick I suck. But. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 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 was that <laughs> the Pornhub theme song oh or the interest song? i actually i don't watch porn and i feel like i, I i'm not against porn Blah. but like i and I've, I've watched it but it makes me so uncomfortable i think it's because like i'm one of those people i'm i'm hyper aware that every person is a human being does that make sense <laughs> yeah me and lynn k talked yesterday about porn bloopers or two days ago. i would watch I, that oh go on reddit there's a whole subreddit just called porn bloopers there it's hilarious You'll see dudes like pull out and accidentally come on the cameraman's face <laughs> and stuff like that. It is the funniest shit. It is and like I feel they, like it's like watching SNL and everybody brand. My ultimate goal that like, we talked about like the Tulsa comedy scene. Yeah. That night changed my life when Roscoe took me out and introduced me to everybody and I saw the burlesque. I saw the live music. I saw you the comedy. Picked, that was a I love this because that that was that was the perfect night for you to come out. It was. It really I think like I don't know I'm one of those people I don't believe everything happens for a reason. I think that's horseshit. Yeah. I do think you can take something bad or a situation and make it good yeah. or turn it a different direction. But I do I want to believe there's little I want to believe moments. if you put out good energy, good things are gonna happen. Right. And I do I, think there's like karma's a bitch. I feel that way. That's absolutely. about what I feel. Absolutely. And if you put out if you put out good vibes, good energy, mm-hmm. eventually people mm-hmm. will connect with that. Mm-hmm. That's that's my ultimate. I think goal. you know when you have moments like that, when you have like, oh, that night changed my life. When you have yeah. like, um, it was like the first time I came home from my first open mic because I had a, I did really well on my first open mic. Yeah, and um, which was a blessing and a curse. But I prepared for so long. I was actively writing for yeah. like a couple years and yeah. planning and planning and. And then I finally, I was like, all right, I'm ready. Because I watched Gary Goldman's The Great Depression, which is a great special of his. And he talked about, you know, he talked about some really heavy shit. And that's where I was like, all right, let's do this. I got to rip the band-aid. I'm going to say this right now. Hot take. Um, I think people who use their children for clout or for reality shit or for their TikToks oh, or yeah. for feel like exploiting your children for views and yeah. shit 
is disgusting. Yeah, like you're not gonna see my kids on here. Yeah, that's and that's good. Like I I think that's disgusting. uh, Unless like they're older teenagers and want to do that shit. Like fucking great. Like hey, mom and I like mom and I would do a TikTok together. Like fucking fine. You want to know something fascinating though? Having two my six year old. That's what my kids obsessed with watching, like Ryan's World and all those little things. You know that shit makes me so bitter. Yeah. The dumb shit that people get paid for. But like the viewers of that shit are my kids. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Is like unfortunately they're the ones that are watching this shit. Uh huh. They love it because it's like they're interacting uh-huh. with other kids their age, and those kids are like having a happy family, going on adventures, uh-huh. and it's like fucking Airbnb house is not actually their house because they're filming in it. Uh-huh. And then and like, that's the thing is like everything's so scripted, and that's yes. that's why like I don't do TikTok. I hate it. Yeah. I, I think there's, I've seen funny things on TikTok or some profound things or some, I think everybody deserves to have a voice and I think yeah. everybody deserves their, um, they deserve to have a chance to pursue something they're interested in. Yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Like karaoke, Yeah. you know, for instance, like I don't, I enjoy singing and I think I'm decent, you know, depending on the song, but like, I mean, my best friend and roommate and uh, she's like my hetero life mate too. Um, Shout out to hetero life mates. Um, I have a hetero life mate. He's my roommate. It, that's it, awesome. it works great. I love it. After my divorce, he moved in, mm-hmm. helped with the bills, and it just it it, it awesome. helps. It's oh, just yeah. one of the things we're like. But it's funny because like now that I'm out, everybody thinks that he's my partner. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Her and I have been confused as partners forever, yeah. and like it's like no, we would have been out already. Yeah. Like I'd be showing her off. Okay. Like you know. <laughs> but she's a singer. Okay. She does opera. She sings for. Oh, she's the reason I saw um Barry Manilow. Like because oh. she she was in the choir. For uh, when Barry Manilow was in Tulsa, so mm-hmm. she got some free tickets. So I went nice. with her family, and I was just like, That's "Oh, probably this... what the show my mom was at because my mom goes to almost every Barry Manilow." In Tulsa. Yeah, and like I was just like, "Oh, this will be fun, you know, to see." J-. And like I really thoroughly enjoyed the was show. It the rock? No, oh. it was at be okay. Oh, be okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was. He's an excellent performer. Like holy I shit. Bet. Yeah. But anyway, the point was like she's a singer and she she makes money off of it with some gigs, and like. It would be quite silly for me for me to go to one of her auditions. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not on that level and I know my, my place. Yeah. Okay, I'm garbage at improv. All right. Garbage. I tried. I tried. I'm not clever. Like, and I'm also too literal. Again, like I haven't gotten some of your jokes and I'm just Well, my problem is like I have to manage my anxiety with my weed intake. Yeah. And that also fucks with my creativity of yeah. Stabbing us. It's like I would love to do the roast battles in Tulsa, and I actually plan yeah. on doing one. Lynn K's yeah. kind of talking me into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed doing it more as a clown yeah. than I did it as Missy. Well, everybody has I their a, own armor. Yeah, I have, they have a, to get up there. On yeah, stage. and I have a shtick, and like I would use like the paper yeah. to. I just wanted to be. My goal was to be entertaining. Yeah, and that's always my goal with shit. Like I wanted to. I want people to like whether it's my drag. Oh, and I guess I should talk more about gender fuck drag. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, oops. I should be taking notes. Anyway, so gender fuck. So that's like you, uh, I just kind of play with both genders. So that's. That's what we're seeing right now, guys. Yeah. So that was, um, yeah, that was from a Broadway night at um, a a drag show. And that was, I think that was Be Italian from the musical Nine. This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by a famous game like Raid Shadow Legends. Raid Shadow Legends. I've never played it, but boy, if they sponsor this show, I might give it a try. Hopefully. It, it, it really depends, Stefano, on what the contract says, like how long I had to play it. I've heard good things. Have you heard good things? Eh, nobody cares about your opinion. Anyway, if you uh, are sick of these fake ads, make sure that you reach out to people like Raid Shadow Legends. 
and uh, tell them to sponsor the show on Muddy Meat, and they'll be replaced soon. Anyway, back to the show. All that stuff he like just... see, This is what we're seeing, guys. It's an awesome shot. I... Shout out to Rick. Yeah. And no, Rick, I if you'd ever want to be on, I'd love to have photographers on here, oh, too. Oh, he's the best. He's... And he's has the best laugh, and he's he's one of, he's really well loved in the Tulsa comedy community. That, and that's why I wanted you on because it's not yeah. just about comedians here. Like you saw when my friends are AJ was on here for my first yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah, I have comedians coming in here. Mm-hmm. My, uh, like I said, that night changed my life. Yeah, and I changed the direction of the show. My mm-hmm. direction of the show is let's make this a hub for Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Let's just get mm-hmm. every oddity in the Tulsa nightlife. Mm-hmm. And let's give them a place to just be themselves. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk what, to them. Right. And that's what Blaze Burlesque is for me. And we'll, I'll definitely come bring people back because yeah. it's the closest I've ever gotten to joining the circus. That's all. That's what I wanted to yeah. do. And like, honestly, going back to the Judy Garland thing, I just wanted to perform. I didn't know how. I didn't know what medium. Like, I thought I wanted to be an actress. I at one point thought about being a filmmaker. That's what I was getting at. I, was, I, I wanted to also say yeah. thank you that night. You're welcome. Because that was the night that, like I said, everything changed. But also, it was like that was the first night I, I had gone on and stand up, and I did, like did buy jokes and stuff for the first time and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So like that was me presenting myself to everybody. Mm-hmm. And then Roscoe did his thing, introduced mm-hmm. me to everybody. I met you, mm-hmm. met you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, not that anything happened bad that night. I just don't remember that I met you. It's a repressed memory, I guess. It's one of those things that got jogged. What gets forgotten a lot? Yeah, he didn't rate me, guys. Corner. He's not the one he rate me. That was thirteen or twelve. Um. Not times, that was the age. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it changed my direction of comedy because, like, I want to make sure that, like, I felt fully just, like, embraced and just happy at yeah. the colony. Like, I just yeah. felt at home. Like, I was just like, yeah, that was one of the people. most, yeah, it was a very content night for me as well. It just Absolutely. felt great. And, like, yeah. my guard was down. I could just yeah. be myself. And I just, Isn't like, felt insane? at home. Yeah. Yeah. And when you find that later in life, Blows my fucking mind. I yeah. never thought I'd find people like you. Dude, it took... I never thought people like y'all existed. It took me... It's insane. Two marriages, yeah. two di- or two divorces, mm-hmm. two suicide attempts, two fucking... Or go, coming out and dealing with all that shit yeah. before I finally found my people. A huge influence of mine. We were talking about... And the, his storytelling. We were, we were talking about the last uh, Bowie album. How I can't... I, it was it's sad for me to listen to it. Oh, yeah. And especially like... Bark. But yeah. Norm's last special. Did you watch it? I haven't finished it. I haven't either. Because I can't emotionally. Exactly. I don't. I can't. So I, I can't. That's why I brought it up. It's, it right it's exactly yeah. like how I feel about the Bowie album. It literally mm-hmm. brings me tears to my eyes. And I can't even laugh at Norm's stuff because I feel so sad because Norm was such an influence on me. Yeah, same. Um, the shit that he did with NBC about the OJ stuff and the balls that he had to stand up to fucking NBC and lost his fucking job mm-hmm. over it. He was the fucking anchor of SNL Weekend Update and got fired because he refused to stop doing. And that's OJ when just, I started jokes. watching SNL was when Norm Macdonald was on there and I loved him. And like, Do you know I this? Did you know that guy? In the, um, the boss of the of uh, NBC of NBC. Oh, NBC. Oh, he was friends God. with OJ during the OJ Simpson trial and all that shit. And Norm was the anchor of Weekend Update on SNL and he was making OJ Simpson jokes. And his best friend, the guy at NBC, who allegedly, uh, so I don't get sued, um, was like telling Lauren, "Knock that shit off." And he told Norm specifically, you're going to get fired if you keep doing those. And he just kept doing them live. Like, it wouldn't be in the script. He was just like, fuck you. I'm going to just make this joke. And he got fired and lost his position. And, like, it fucked his career for years. Because he was that did he did dirty work. Like, that's why Adam Sandler got in that I movie, Dirty, dirty Work. work. Mm-hmm. Because it was like, all the SNL people were like, what the fuck? And even Lauren was like, my hands are tied. I can't do this. I couldn't yeah. keep him. 
so yeah, it fucked his career for a while, and like I always have respect for him because he was like, no, the, this is the joke. This is what America wants to hear. Everybody's making fun of O.J. Simpson. Why can't we, the comedy show, do it? Um, but go, but Norm. Um, and also Norm, oh. everything on like uh, when he did do like Conan and stuff like that. Norm on any kind of late night was just my favorite. Like, so it says to the guy it says like I remember like one of my favorite Norm Macdonald moments was when he was on the View, and he's just like. They're talking about the uh, uh, election, and Barbara Walters is. She's like, "Now you're a Canadian, you know. What do you think of all this?" And he was like, "Well, I don't think we need to have like a murderer like in the White House." And they're like, "What?" And he's just like, "Bill Clinton killed a guy," and it's <laughs> like <laughs> so uncomfortable. And I love uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like and when Kanye West said like George Bush doesn't uh, care about black people. Yeah, like that on oh live TV. Gosh. That was and the Mike, funniest. Poor, poor Mike Myers. Like, and Chris Tucker. Everybody forgets yes. about Chris Tucker. Yes. And you him just that? looking shocked. and they, like, they, they cut from Mike Myers like to Chris Tucker live like, on location. And Chris is like, I wasn't ready either. He's just like. So anyway, if you oh would like God, to donate I love shit for like Hurricane that. Katrina. My, my thing with Norm was uh, Norm had a hidden track. And like Norm's thing was he would lean in on stuff that was intentionally not funny. Mm-hmm. Like the delivery was so bad intentionally and he would just give a look or the pause was more funny than what he was delivering because you're just like, that wasn't funny, mm-hmm. but it puts you in a peculiar like, huh? And yes. that was where he worked mm-hmm. was just that, huh? And I think mm-hmm. that's where you capitalize. Absolutely. Too. I see and that's where when I started, I got really frustrated because I would make long bits like I have a whole eight minute thing just about baby names and it includes a couple stories and like that. But then I would get so afraid because you only get five minutes at open mics. Yeah. So that was always frustrating. But um, no, but like whether it's like my my drag, like, and I made that wig. So I made that headpiece out of um, a, a dollar store bag, some duct tape, um, some electrical tape. And that's like, that's my whole point. Like with this, like, um, oh, and I did. <laughs> what was that? That was an anime princess saying, wow. Oh. Wow. Wow. But, like, this one's uh, particularly, I decided to. I actually don't know what all these buttons are. I know some of them. Oh, really? But I didn't program this part. <laughs> and you, you can't see it in, you can't see it in here, but I am wearing clown shoes. Ooh. Because, like, yeah. I do dance and stuff in clown shoes. Different so, from the ones you have on now? or di- No, the same ones. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like, again, I can almost. So now they can see. Yes. I can almost do the... I don't even know what this button does. What does this button do? Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the timing. Oh, my God. Oh, the timing. Oh, my God. Uh. How I do my drag and draglesque, which draglesque, like I said, is you're doing drag lip syncing and also, like, removing items of clothing. And mine's more silly. And I kind of like to mix silly, like, stupid and, like, airheady, uncomfortable, like... I just like to combine a bunch of like, I just want people to be like, what is that? I want to be someone that like no one's really seen before. And the thing is, it's kind of hard to be completely original because we're all influenced by yeah. shit. Like it's like it's, some someone like uh, a friend of mine saw me do drag. And she was like, I, I just felt really like, I just like I could feel the Judy Garland off of you. Yeah. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like, uh, well, yeah, That's like, a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Like because I like there's a lot of um, Tim Curry in me. I know that one I'm not ready for when I he know. goes like he's you know, you know, like. People aren't going to see me for a week. I still like, make my too. kids watch The Wild Thornberries because he was Nigel, Nigel. Thornberry. Mm-hmm. I love him so much. And his much. voice is just so great. We want to go through the pictures oh, we can first. Do that. And so, then like, okay, so here's we... Slutty slutty Trump, which is one of my favorite characters. Oh, my God. 
It was like wow. comedy lip sync battle. I am loving Slutty Trump. And I did it. I sung it to from Hamilton. Why Hamil- is Slutty Trump doing things for me? That mm, that's part of it. I love to confuse people with it. I was like, I want people to get sexually confused with me dressed as Trump, and I'm doing it next with uh, Governor Stitt. I'm going to be. I got to be careful on camera right now because right now on camera, this is totally like a Crystalia Snapchat moment. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Some kind of show on NBC, but he had a huge career and he was launching. He was grooming girls on Snapchat, and he was on a podcast and live on the podcast. They're teaching him how Snapchat works. Like, yeah, you can just screenshot that shit and stuff, or you can like you know bring that stuff back. And he goes. Oh, but you know, Snapchat's not permanent, right? And they're like, no, you can bring that back. And live on air, you see him like put do the mental math, like, <coughs> oh fuck, like just this aha moment, I'm fucked, uh-huh. and it just caught on air. Nobody knew it. And then when the accusations came out, somebody found that on the podcast, and it went viral. Of, like, this is the moment he knew he had fucked up. That, that backpedaling. Why would oh, you do this that? Is the best the one. This is the best. Snapchat goes away, right? How they? You probably saved it. You can screen record, take screenshots. That's it's beautiful. so perfect. Uh, beautiful. But yeah, that, that reaction is just live on camera. You see him the moment he knows he's fucked. That's so beautiful. Yeah. I love that. And he's, I mean. Hey, fellow hipsters and people that have culture or something. I'm Jared Ralphie Allen, host of Unloading Meat, and we need sponsors for the show. If you identify with this fucked up hat I'm wearing, these shitty tattoos, or any other cultural references that are behind me, reach out to your favorite sponsors and tell them to sponsor the show Unloading Meat. Now, back to acting like I wasn't impressed by anything. I wish this podcast could be on vinyl. And I'm never going to say, like, cancel or censor anybody because fuck canceling people because it doesn't no. work. It's always no. temporary. No. Canceling doesn't work. Fucking any younger generation than us, it doesn't fucking work. Everything is a wave. Look at Mel Gibson. <laughs> that dude had some cops and was saying anti-Semitic shit, anti-female cop shit, like everything. Fucking David Hasselhoff with the burger. Mm-hmm. Like and his daughter. Uh, I remember that drunk, drunk Hasselhoff in the brain. Alec Baldwin before he shot that lady. Uh, <laughs> he yelled at his daughter. Yeah. yeah, Alec Baldwin didn't get canceled for that, but now he's getting charges against him. Did you guys see that? He was a producer on the film, and right, yeah, the yeah. gun. I, I know the story. The gun had a, a yeah. and shot the cinematographer, and unfortunately yeah. she died. Yeah, I'm very sorry. Yeah, that's a very tragic story. And I know that as a production standpoint, something like that, somebody should be financially responsible and stuff and help with the widow and stuff like that and right. make sure that stays taken care of. And I'm sure that's happening. As far as criminal charges on Alec Baldwin personally shooting the person for man- and charging him for manslaughter, when he is an actor on scene with a prop gun, I don't feel how he could ever know that he was actively killing or shooting somebody. And there was no situation where that was even a case where he- that could be possible. Yeah. So... That's where I'm like manslaughter kind of, in my opinion, just my mm-hmm. small opinion. That's a little iffy. I'm I'm part Italian, so like I'm French and Italian, and like don't I never had a chance to. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What? Oh, <laughs> mama meatballs. The cuck in the corner just got me to break so hard. Because <laughs> that's one of our inside jokes is mama meatballs, and he just went. He just did that off camera, and I just fucking lost it. Wasn't expecting. <laughs> oh, I love Jonathan. I know. I feel so bad that their new movie sucks. The Cabin in the Woods or whatever. 
oh, it sucks. Have you seen it already? It, it got a bad. Or like a uh, knock on the door. Knock on the woods. Or knock, knock on, on the, the door. The new yeah. M Night movie. Yeah. See, I actually like M Night Shyamalan. And I like, like even some. The, I like some of it, but even the ones that are sucky, like I find things I like about them. But also, I love Signs. I think M, M. Signs is, but it, Signs Signs is a fun movie for me. Okay, so that's not going to be in like my best films. Yeah. It's not going to be up there with There Will Be Blood. Okay, that's so why I agree about certain and movies Dark are just Knight. great to have watching or just right. fun or movies. Like, okay, Boondock Saints isn't a good example. I love Boondock Saints. It's terrible. It's horribly acted. You want to know? Willem Dafoe is fucking great in everything. Yes, you know, but Um, a guilty pleasure of mine, which is so off topic and weird, is the live action Speed Racer movie. Uh, I've never seen it. If you get high, it is like I'm sure it's it's very visually. It is so bright. It is like an anime come live action for two hours, and it has John Goodman in it, and it has a whole bunch of John Goodman in it. it. Um, But it just it is visually just beautiful. Mm -hmm. Made by the Wachowskis. Um, the big guys, the, the 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 women now because they they both that's an they Asian both story. transitioned yes the Wachowski I knew brothers, one did the Wachowski brothers both transitioned now they're now Lana and I can't remember I, the other ones Wachowski I knew one of them did I didn't know yeah, that they wow. both did um but anyway they did Speed Racer and it tanked it mm. bombed it, it, it honestly the script sucked but it's just visually right. it's just like yeah I'm watching the old seventies cartoon for two hours yeah. that's basically what they got right right. Um, but anyway, it's one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah. Same just... with Signs. I love watching Signs, and I'll just put it on. And I think M. Night Shyamalan is the, one of the masters of building tension. Mm-hmm. Like, just dramatic tension, I love scary. The gl- I love the Glass series. Yes. Like, I love the Unbreakable series. I just don't I think love it. M. Night tends to have a lot of great time wrapping up a third act. Yeah. That's where yeah, like, he has he a great idea, yeah. and it, it just builds tension, and it's great, but then something falls where it's like, it could have been a little bit better. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. my problem with him. Um, and then yeah. he made the Amber Airbender movie, and I'll never forgive him for that. I never, I, I you know. Don't. The, well, I, I I don't watch Airbender, yeah. but like, I know that y'all have to pretend that doesn't exist. Yeah, it's fucking horrible. Yeah. Um, put it this way, there's compilations of like bad acting, and mm-hmm. just like with a joke track, and they just use that movie. Like, you just put a laugh track behind it, and it's like, it's hilarious. Even it's the... like me, like I pretend like Wicked doesn't exist. I'm obsessed yeah. with Wizard of Oz and the story, but like to me, it's a glorified, like very unpopular opinion. It's like a glorified fan fiction. Okay, what's a story that's like really, really important to you? Because Wizard of Oz is such an important story, especially the Tin Man. Like I love the Tin Man. Story that's important to me. Like uh, whether it's Spider Man or or like is is there any that's like that's on the okay? So do you know who Nightcrawler is? Yes. Yeah. Nightcrawler is my favorite X-Man. Okay, yes. Do you know why? No. Nightcrawler looks like a demon. Mm-hmm. It is the most devout Catholic besides Daredevil. That's right. That's right. And everybody wants to murder him and calls him a demon and treats him like bullshit just because of the way he looks. Mm-hmm. And he is the most devout Christian Catholic you'll ever I always see. found that so appealing because X-Men is a very good allegory for gays and stuff like that or any um, oh it was com- it, it was comfortable for me yeah. X-Men these like Wolverine is a big character for me too yeah. like I oh I love Wolverine last year I did a I did a one open mic and Katie Styles was opening or doing the hosting I don't know Katie Styles I don't know. Mm, hell yeah um, that was my first time I even trying it because I, I had done it had been 14 years since I did a, an open mic Mm-hmm. Originally, fourteen years, fifteen years ago now, I did an open mic, and I had a friend. I'm not gonna say his name; he's not a friend anymore. Mm-hmm. But I went there and I did two shows. First one I did good. Second mm-hmm. one I did a joke, and he said um, they didn't like your material. They don't want you back. And I was so devastated. I came to find out that they didn't say that. It was my friend that said that. That's what I found out That's years gross. later. 
That's so gross. But it devastated me, and I stopped comedy for 14 years. I would, too. So well, I think it's more like we're 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 naturally rebellious. Yes, and you're telling us not to do shit. Like I get more respect as a gender fuck clown than I I'm looking to, than I do as a female comic, and that's an absolute. That's and that I'm not mad about it. Yeah, just like how you this took. A, I didn't know I'd be doing this burlesque shit. I didn't know yeah. I'd be you kind of fall into it. Yes, it's, it's, it's an evolution. Like, it's an iteration. It's, iteration mm-hmm. is my favorite thing in this. Oh, I say in comedy. And the thing is, like, and the the cuck in the corner can agree because we're very, like he was one of the first friends I made when we when we when we started, and he's seen me do my comedy and he's seen how that's progressed. And like when I started going, part of why I was obsessed with learning psychology and learning human behavior, I was obsessed with that because like I I, I was I was bullied as a kid, or I was yeah. like a, I was like you know that weird kid who read in the corner, and like I had a few friends, I have a couple of childhood friends I still have, but I was a very lonely yeah, child. Like I'm, I'm nothing's I'm, black and white, everybody, everybody. exactly, and like I don't. I've made amazing friendships. Like, okay, my hetero life mate. We met because of a Catholic retreat. Yeah, she's still practicing. She still comes to my shows. Not all of them, you know. D- does she like all of my humor yeah. about the Catholic Church? No, she doesn't. She actually doesn't hear a lot of it. My, my, but she still supports my shit. My dad. My dad's Catholic. My hetero life mate, mm-hmm. who's is straight as a fucking arrow, mm-hmm. is uh, is. I, I'm not sure what denomination, but he is. He's Christian. Okay. Um, but like, we yeah, have, we so. have we have some Christian comics. Yeah. Like most of us are like heathens, but like. I find honestly, Christian comics—they're the ones that can take the joke the most, it, most of the time. If you're gonna make a Christian joke or something like that, they've—they're they're expecting it because they mm. are a Christian comic. So if you're gonna roast them or something like that, they're prepared. I honestly feel a lot of times I've interacted with Christian comics. It's usually I don't like think I've had enough. Of- it's just like if you do a joke on it and it's good, mm-hmm. they laugh. They're gonna laugh. Laughter is just—you can't. If you try to fight laughter, it's gonna make it even funnier. Mm-hmm. So like if you can do a good Christian zinger, they're gonna appreciate just the community. That's the, like you know, when laughter. I do when I do a good rape joke, like yeah. rape's not funny at all. We fucking know that. Yeah. We fucking know. Yeah. Like and it, you know, I'm saying like let, maybe there's another comic who's been through assault and they don't want to make jokes about it on stage. Yes. Like I get that. There's some shit I will never talk about on stage yeah. because I'm like, uh, this just makes me. You feel don't know icky. what's a trigger for everybody, but you also can't We can't tiptoe around everything. Everything is not a trigger. Yeah, no, you have to, the thing is about triggers. And also, are you triggered or are you just saying you're triggered? The false outrage of, well, I have a friend who happens to be black and gay, and so I'm offended that you mentioned that you had a black gay person in your joke. doesn't matter if it was bad or the joke was making the benefit of them. Because you mentioned them, and I also know somebody, now I'm saying I'm offended. Mm-hmm. And I say bullshit on that because if that's how you live, Go get hit by a fucking train. It's like Bill Maher said, like, uh, you can't oh, be Bill more Maher. you can't be more hurt than the victim. Exactly. And it's true. And exactly. when when I'm not in clown, when I'm in like my, my normal comedian getup, um, like I look like one of those bitches. Like I look like one of those triggered feminazis. And it's a little tag I use in my my comedy of like I look you, I look like the type of person that's gonna yell at you about the meat industry or get offended on behalf of Hey, be careful with the meat. <laughs> with the uh I'm trying to get or, or, or get more <laughs> get more offended you know or get offended beca- because of my you know black friend or asian friend like, it's just it's it's quite silly it's quite silly uh, oh yeah okay, so this one. is slutty pennywise uh more clothing and like a little just like a little girly pennywise dress and um i have this weird ability uh to make it I can move my body in a way to where it looks like I'm hanging. 
Okay. Oh my god, it's crazy to look at this because we've grown so much. <laughs> like it's insane. Like this was our circus theme show, and I did stand up for this one. So I did stand up, and I also made naughty balloon animals. Which is that you right there? That's me right there with okay. the little with the little cup noodles. Yeah. Um, am I allowed to make you like naughty balloon animals? Yeah, we can do that. And we're back. We're back. See, ah. Right there, and it's just like a perfect bit. Yes, 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 yes. So yeah. Um. But yeah, so our burlesque troupe, we have we have aerial artists, we have um, uh, musicians, we have um, fire eaters, we have like we have so many fucking talented ass people, and uh, all different types, all different. Like it's a it's a really good diverse group. But <laughs> I'm just thinking of Austin Powers and his fucking penis pump right, right. now. That's all that comes to mind right now. It's a fucking penis pump. <laughs> oh God. See if you can tilt it like the back for, over your head a little bit. So, so I can't. Oh my gosh, hold up, hold up, hold up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, I'm gonna... God damn it, we're so high. <laughs> Fucking pin hits, where is that? Pen? This is me normal. The troop. They're amazing. We've grown. Beautiful, beautiful people, and I hope to bring some of them back. For a future episode. As far as everybody in that photo, are they still all um, active in it, or is it... Um, there's some core care. So I'm one of the. Um, I, I was in a few shows, and then I was asked to be a permanent member, uh, like before this last show. Mm -hmm. So that means like you can kind of get. And, you know, and of course, not not everybody's available for every show. But then yeah. we have guests. You know, guests. We have um, visiting people. Like that band is like, and they're they're called. Uh, and then there were two. They'd be a good. Per they'd be good to have on the really? show. Yeah, and they're. Um, what, what's their name? And then there were two, but their um, alter ego is um, Lady Vulu and like the Ne'er Do Wells, and that's their band. They were there that night. Really? Uh, okay. at, at Colony, actually. Okay, sorry. So they were the other people who performed besides uh, Colony. Okay. I do the whole vaudeville thing, which there's like vaudevillians and like circus people, yeah. like from my lineage. We found out like when I was in my twenties, I was like, oh my god, this makes so much sense, you know. And like have a whole bit about like wanting to like learning to sword swallow or wanting to learn to sword swallow or teaching myself, you know, fire breathing. I can see what you're making already. And yes. <laughs> Do you have a black sharpie? I got I got paid so much <laughs> for making naughty balloon animals at this burlesque show. By the way, some man handed me a twenty for this because he said I made him and his wife so happy. Cool. Modeled by our kittens. Kittens are. Kind of like the stagehands at burlesque shows. Okay. And uh, the woman, the lovely woman with red hair, named uh, Christina. I think we'll be okay because they're they are blue. You know who Mad Dog is? Mm -mm. Yeah, he's like a Tulsa staple. He sells roses. Okay. To people and like he's really well loved by the community. When you're ready to unveil it. We will. Okay. Right now it's just me and my glorious. Okay. Here we go. Chins. Okay. Here we go, guys. Look at her. <laughs> and I signed it for you. I signed it. Thank you so much for the gift. <laughs> Oh, no, I have another one for you. I'm making another one. Oh, isn't it beautiful? I taught, I worked so hard teaching myself how to make, like, I learned these, because I, I can't make. <laughs> oh, okay, so this was the second act from the show from last month. This, you would have loved this piece. Like, I started out in a white coat and um, had my hair covered, and I had, like, a little, little lamb ears, like sheep ears. Basically, like it was, a, I was a wolf in sheep's clothing. So I went from the Betty Boop clown to this. Um, so I started out as the Betty Boop clown in Act One, and I was in Act Three, 
and um and of course it reveals that I'm wearing a priest collar. So yeah. I don't know if you can see it. So I'm a priest. I, I vaguely see. Yeah, and I wanted. I to, yeah, I and it. I wanted to go I for. It. it was definitely a more masculine. Like I revealed to have like stigmata, like bloody, like stigmata, like glittery oh, on my hands. Yeah, and like I had like I was supposed to have like hair on the back of my hands and like, but you know it turned out how it needed to. Okay. So, yeah, that was a fun. That was a fun. One well, that was from the last show, so I'm back there with my hand up, like wearing wearing the same gloves, actually. Oh. And like we had, we have, you know, so we had a drag queen. And that's the band again. They were a bunch of bunnies, and it's really diverse. We love our troupe because it's so diverse. We have different um, genders, different, you know, everybody on the LGBT spectrum. We have a little bit of I everybody. Thought, I was wondering what spectrum you were about to bring up. I was like, oh, no, okay. No, we have a lot of autistic people on here too. I, absolutely, and ADHD. We all have ADHD. It's Oh, it's a blessing and a I mean, curse. But I mean, this photo, I get it. Yeah, no, but I, I love <laughs> that these. That was obvious. Yeah, I love these motherfuckers. Like, it's like are, when you go to yeah. open mics, you're like, yeah, I can tell that a few of us are on the spectrum. Oh, yeah. It's oh, just absolutely. you're going to know. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, Here's the pussy, by the way. Hold up. Oh, wow. And I put a clit on it, but I messed up. Like, it's kind of That's weird. why we can't ever find it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like kind of like. It's not it's, our it's, fault. So it's she a, just proved it, guys. It's a blue waffle pussy. <laughs> I oh. I want I want at least one gag. If I can make people like smile, laugh, yeah. gag a little, or pee their pants a little, now it's I been get a good why day. You're asking for blue or green? Oh, yes. Oh. oh yes. blue or green pussies are just nasty. No, but my whole thing with my drag lusk is like I just want I wanted to do what I wanted to see on stage. You know what I'm saying? And like just for people to see something they haven't seen before. And if they don't like it, that's cool. Yeah, kind of how I feel about stand up is like if you go there, yeah. especially open mic stuff. You may not like one certain part of my act, but it's a smorgasbord. Like exactly. I guarantee you that there's going to be something you might like not like, but the guy oh, next absolutely. to you is laughing, and also I feel laughter is infectious. So right. even if you don't get the joke or don't laugh at it, mm -hmm. the person next to you and the person on that side is going to laugh at it, and then all of a sudden you're just like, <laughs> I think that's why I get so frustrated when people, and it goes back to the absolutes all or nothing, I'm like, oh, so-and-so's not funny. Yeah. It's like, no, there's empirical evidence that they are. But is, there's a difference between I didn't find it funny and now I'm offended. Yeah, and like that's not funny. And you those, can't, you can't the, make rape You can funny. be both, but they're yeah. not Mutual, was it mutually exclusive? Mm -hmm. It's the term mutually exclusive. I think so. I became Little Miss MG, like the clown, or yeah. why I got the clown. But so back in 2014, okay. like I said, I wanted to be a clown for the whole day of Halloween. Okay, if I can love Halloween, it's my Christmas. And I, you know, started, I didn't have this hat. I had a different hat. So this hat came later, but I just had this little hat. I did my makeup. I was really, I did the whole hobo clown thing. Yeah. And um, one of my friends and I, like, we went to Go Goodwill. You know, for him to go shopping for his, I went and got my hair touched up. Like I went and had lunch with my mom. Like I did all these things in this day as this clown. And I was like, well, I need a clown name. And I, I love driving around. And like on purpose, I would drive around blasting the song "What's New Pussycat" by Tom Jones. Oh, I love and so at stoplights, I could just, I love dead eyes just looking. This episode of Unloading Me is not brought to you by Ray Chatter Legends. And I know you're probably wondering. You're probably thinking to yourself, man, this ad break looks and sounds an awful lot like the other one, but without the hat. And you know what? You're a little right, but you're also forgetting that I changed glasses. Nice. Anyway, if you're tired of these fake ads, reach out to your favorite companies like Raid Shadow Legends. Tell them to sponsor this podcast Unloading Meat, and we'll get back to the show. I was like, well, I need a name for this clown. So I named myself Puddles. Yeah. 
because I met a pug named Puddles like two weeks before. And I was like, oh, that's cute as hell. And so like I did this whole thing. I did like it's, hashtag. Yeah, Puddles pu the pug? Yeah. That's this cool. pug was named Puddles. And so that's I was like, cool. Puddles the clown goes to Goodwill. Puddles the clown. Like I was just documenting my whole day. Puddles the clown hangs out with Garrison. Puddles the clown gets her hair done. Just as a little thing. And like when I was showing people a few days later, I was like, oh yeah, this is what I did for Halloween and clicked on the thing. I saw this other fucking clown named Puddles. And do you know who Puddles Pity Party is? No, oh. I've seen this guy. Yeah, he was on America's Got Talent. Yes, that's right. Yeah, and like, him. um, so I saw this other client. So I saw this. I'm like, who the hell's this guy? And so I looked up his video. Yeah. He's just a walking juxtaposition. Guy in the corner is like, what the fuck? Yeah, because <laughs> he can't hear. Oh yeah, that. no, we we're talking about yeah Puddles, but um, he uh. So I was like, well, I can't be Puddles. Yeah. That can't be my name. So I changed it to Pozza, which is Italian for Puddles. I was Pozza the Clown. And like I did face painting as a clown. Um, I would dress up for like little little skits and stuff and like little I would just I would just play with the clowning. And like I had nothing, I had no intention of ever bringing the clown back. I didn't think I'd ever do it with the comedy. Like I've done roast now as like the clown a few times or been a judge as the clown. And that's the night I met you. Yeah. And to where like me going out like this, like we stopped at quick trip and I did some of my makeup in the car. Like this is nothing, you know, going to Drop. Pozza and like, um, you know, professionally or as a comedian, I'm missing Monica Genesius, which Monica Genesius is, um, like my, uh, Catholic confirmation name actually. Mm. And um, and then I just shortened it to Missy MG because it's a long ass name. Sometimes I'm just called MG. And when I started working for burlesque, I was a kitten for this burlesque show because okay. of a friend. And like, hey, you'd be good at this. And so you just you clean up after the girls <laughs> and you're dressed like a little you're just like I got paid to be like dressed like a little like dressed slutty and walk around and pick up clothes. And like uh, the, the cuck in the corner can agree. He's seen a lot of my comments. Every time he's like. His reaction is just all. Of this is how good of a friend he is, like dealing just with deer in like, headlights. Yep. Just that's, oh, that's like the first time I took anal. It's yeah. Like... yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. No. what was that? Say it again. So that's what started it. <laughs> that's what started your comedy career. Yeah, yeah I think anal. Most... Yeah. Oh, most seriously, of anal started your. Co okay, you have to tell me, anal started your comedy career. Uh. It... When, if, you if, can't leave a cliffhanger like that for my listeners. Like if and when you hear my set. I yeah. will. Yeah. yeah he, okay. Yeah. We'll leave it at that. You know, and I made this hat, like like I said, eight years ago, and I've just been adding stuff on, like, with every show, and, like, in the clown shoes are kind of growing. But, like, I never, ever thought I would be able to earn money. I definitely dealt with that imposter syndrome a bit. Oh, yeah, but the cuck in the corner. So the cuck in the corner, can uh, he's seen my comedy. He's seen me do well. He's seen me do bad. But I am, when I'm like in drag or in complete clown, yes. I'm in my element. I'm completely okay. in my element. I I'm not I'm not nervous about it at all. Sometimes I like I I was I think you should be nervous to a degree because you care. Yeah. But like agreed, agreed. Yeah, like you, I I don't ever want to be too comfortable on stage to be honest. And that's where like okay, so like that wolf, the wolf in sheep's clothing with the priest, yeah. like that was a risky number. Yeah, that was a risky number for me. But like, and I made it like kind of a. I made it silly to where I wanted him, this character, the wolf, to be uh, like those old villains or like those those old um, old school wolves, like the Auga wolves, and they're yeah. like kind of sleazy and they have yeah. the coats. Like I kind of wanted that in there, and I would take people's money and just like dabbing myself with it and blessing people, and then like taking it off and like and that was like that was my first time getting to um, pasties. Oh really? Yeah, it was terrifying, and I like I don't have pictures of it, but like. I don't know if I could put them up even with the paste. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. And like, 
not full, you know, it's just like, you know, yeah. I had my little jacket open and like, that was, that was so scary. And that was also a night where it was my first time I didn't do a corset. I didn't do anything control top. Like I was just like, everything's hanging out. Gotta say, I respect it. I very and I much never, so. and that, that's where how healing this shit is because I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done this shit a few yeah. years ago. And yeah, it comes from this character yeah. from being, you know, min, MG. Oh, mm. I didn't even say that. So when I was, a, uh, they're like, what do you want your burlesque name to be? I was like, oh, well, I don't know. You know, I was like, well, I don't want to get something too. Like, I already, I already confused people with Missy Monica Genesia. So I was like, I'll just be Little Miss MG. Like, Little Miss was a name I, a nickname I had from people, just Little Miss. And so Little Miss MG, people call me MG too. And mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. And then I just, I, I did a drag competition and I won it. Um, nice. The first night, <laughs> I won. A, thank you. I won another uh, talent competition. It was mixed talent a couple weeks ago. A couple. And Mac Taylor's another one you should have on your show because she does a Shout lot of stuff. Shout out to Mac Taylor. Let's Shout out to on. Mac Taylor. No, it's great because she has this. Uh, people can do comedy. People can do. You know, trash can do his puppets. We had comics play instruments. Shout out to Trash too. Trash, I want you on here. Oh yeah, it. we love Trash. I, I went to Open Mic and I saw him there, and like it was uh, the Bo uh, Cancer Benefit, and. They made him go first, mm. and he did. I was laughing. Yeah, and then that's it another, takes guts to do what he does. That me and him really connected was, I was hanging out with the guys that own Sesh Lounge and that weed dispensary. Which shout out to them, they are really cool. People. They have their open mic now on Thursdays. Yeah, yeah. I think it's every other Thursday. Every other Thursday, yeah. <coughs> but I, I plan to go to one. He had this little like camera prop thing, yeah. like to prop up his phone so he could record his set. Uh, mm -hmm. Instead of the Sesh Lounge guy uh, holding my phone and recording. He just asked Trash, he said, hey, man, he wants to record his set. Would you mind if we borrow your little cam thing? And Trash was like, yeah, go right ahead. Everybody needs to record their stuff. Yeah. And he just let me borrow. Didn't even know me. I didn't even ask him directly because I was too scared to even interact with anybody. Mm -hmm. And that guy asked him, a stranger, to help another stranger, and Trash did it. Yeah. And so yeah. he doesn't know this, but that's honestly the reason that after the show, I wanted to personally give him a ride home. Oh, that's awesome. So I wanted yeah. to pay it back because like uh, he said he didn't have a ride oh, i've driven him too and you can ask anybody i don't like fucking driving people yeah i do not like driving so trash people, if you're I'll, watching I'll this that was me honestly that was the moment that i was like hey if you need a ride or anything that's like i wanted to pay it back yeah because i'm a strong believer in like if, if you put out good in the world if somebody does something good for you try to pay it back any way you can um so i told lynn k lynn k yeah. comes on here because the two times i did stand up she was super nice to me too like roscoe and was She's like so sweet lynn, lynn is so sweet so sweet and so like Oh, she's lovely. She was the first person her. that reached out to my anything I put on Instagram. It was you and her that reached out first mm -hmm. to be on the show. So like, I'm always indebted to you guys. I appreciate it, yeah, really, truly. Of course, and that's what this community is about. Because like, you know, I didn't, I didn't know anybody. Yeah. I didn't know anybody. Well, and then, you know, and like that's just scary. And like, I creeped on people, and people remember when I was creeping on the mics. Yeah. And like, I'm kind of a creepy looking person. I'm like, yeah. oh yeah, I remember you. Um, I, I love this. I love this. Um, I, I like this the first episode. I saw this and was cracking up about it. Uh, the f <laughs> uh, podcasting for a, like a beastie. Or oh, yeah. yeah. You know? that, 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 I thought that. That's I, yeah. I was shirtless in it, too. What? I was shirtless in that, that guest wanted ad. There was no shirt underneath the, the jacket. Really? Yeah, it was full. Just my gut out and everything. I I wanted to be classy, so I just wore a sports coat and a, and a bow tie. And only that was it. I, I want to make a classy ad saying fuck. Well, if yeah. I ever get stickers, yeah. you're welcome to use Unloading Meats logo on there. Absolutely. It's my will... face. I will totally put. Can you your imagine face. that on nipples? I will totally put that on there. I'll put. Apparently, you... my two ex wives could. Oh. 
<laughs> Suicide. Uh, <laughs> and that's what got the. That's cut. what I end in my second set with last night. I don't want to spoil it too much, but I just mm-hmm. went on the lines of like you know. That's why I stay fat. So if I ever try to you know hang myself again, I'll just the rope will break. That's why part of my porn is like David Carradine style, or as I call it, Kill Bill. Yeah, I know, I know my first David wife likes to shout out everything on Facebook groups about how fucking bad of shit it is, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we can see that. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, uh, I, I wish know. mine died from COVID. Like, yes! he, he didn't fully believe in it, and I was like, I really yes, would feel fr- so satisfied with him like dying in the hospital, like begging God. Mine to was save an anti vaxxer uh, strong leader, and still wouldn't let, won't let my daughter with her get vaccinated. Yeah, that's what I had to put up with. Yeah, that's gross. Yeah, like literally, like le- threatened legal thing if I ever snuffed mm-hmm. to get the vaccine for her or something like that. Like that's mm-hmm. how bad it got. Yeah, uh, yeah, she's a fucking cunt. Say that I, again. I love the word cunt. I love you the really word too, do. and I, 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 the British love the word cunt. Yes, and Australians, and it's just it's yes. part of the vernacular. It's like bitch. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just natural. And when you listen to stand up comedy as much as we do, like right. you're gonna hear it. It's part of our dialogue. It's part of our vernacular. Yeah. Right. Uh, I lived in England for three years, so yeah. I heard it a lot. So like, it just—it's more natural for yeah. me to use "cunt." You know, people don't realize like how much shit we make up on yes! stage. Like, I have a whole bit about like where it's partially true. I talk about like my grandmother, and like we just celebrated her birthday, and yeah. she just turned in her grave. Yeah. Due to the shit I'm about to say about her. Yeah. I met a lot of people. I met like forty fucking people that night. And like, you, yeah, you met a lot, and you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, like a lot of my my burlesque people were there too. It's and, like, fate, so, like, like we talked yeah. about. Like, things just happen sometimes yeah. that are just meant to be, kind of yeah. thing like that. Yeah, same with me. Like, you know, being a kitten. Kismet or whether yeah, yeah. it's called. Like I was asked to be a kitten for this burlesque show. My friends were involved, and like we had another one drop out. Oh, I thought you were What? <laughs> I was asked to be a kitten, and I got sexually assaulted. I was like, well, that was me. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like they're like, can you come do this? I'm Man like, in the yeah. corner's like, I agree. That was my that was my experience, right? You know, and I have a friend, I won't name who, and if she listens to it, she'll know. Like, she said I gave her um, um, confidence or, like, you know, kind of inspired her to start wearing, like, uh, shorts. She's like, I wear shorts because I'm usually always in shorts. Like, yeah. my thighs are usually out. But, like, she's like, you, you know, I wear shorts now. And, like, I yeah. saw, she came to one of my shows, and she was in this beautiful, like, fishnet. She had a crop top, this fishnet, and, like, this skirt. I'm like so fucking hot and it's like we can do that for each other just like when i see people do you know seeing you know the cuck in the corner do darker shit on stage i was like okay okay that gives me it kind of gives you permission to because it's scary envelopes yes because you don't know where the line is exactly this is my philosophy and you could take it or leave it and i'm not saying that's the right way or anything right it goes in my philosophy on where the line is is tied to also like the thing of like you know the meme of like the simpsons already did it like everything's already been talked about the line is only where bad taste is. Right. You can come at anything that's already been discussed <laughs> or anything sensitive as long as you have your original smart take on it, your perspective. Because that's what they're coming to see to comedy. Am I am right. I on his opinion? You can recite the best shows <laughs> possible, but we want to see a personality. We want to see you. And the whole goal is this is my perspective, agree or disagree. And if you agree, right. you're laughing. Right. If you're disagreeing, hopefully I right. made it at least smart, and then right. you can laugh at the, the attempt. Right. I met Ron Jeremy at a porn shop in North Pole last No month. shit. The North Pole? <laughs> what was that like? Let's talk about that. Come on. I don't remember it too well because, like, I was, like, 19, but I don't even know why. Like, he came to North Pole, Alaska to his little porn shop. It's not even open anymore. <laughs> it's, like, one of those you can go jerk off in the back kind yeah. of places. 
Uh, like I shook his hand and I was kind of like, ooh, that was probably not yeah, that's probably really good. <laughs> yeah. So we're gonna do one of the last segment, guys, called the preheat. The preheat. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> oh, it's hot. I want to hear your best roast about me. Call me whatever the fuck you want. We already talked about how I look like the Brendan Fraser whale. Mm-hmm. I mean, like my dick and area down here has so many fucking layers. I look like the Michelin Man. <laughs> no, I, I have one for you. Okay. I was thinking you're like. You're kind of like the the queer, um, great value version, younger version of Louis Anderson. Louis was a huge influence uh, on y- me. Y- I, Can you y- tell? Life with Louis was, was my shit. When Life with Louis was my shit, too. He's one of the first stand-up comics I remember. Yes. That's when I found out. Bobby's what... World and Life with Louis. Mm-hmm. That was Harry Mandel's show. Yeah. Bobby's World. Yeah. Those two shows changed me. I, was like, that was, Louis, uh, I have it on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. When Louis died, I cry- I was bawling. What, Louis, and I lo- you've seen Baskets, right? Yes. Baskets is one of my... Um, I have a tribute still on tour. So for we two- could totally cosplay as like Baskets. I would do it. And um, Christine Baskets. I would do it. Hell yeah. Let's do this. Let's do it. Fuck yeah. Um, I have a tribute to Louis for the day he died on my Instagram still because it, it broke me that day. Because like Life mm-hmm. with Louis was like the first show. I was like, this is a fat kid cartoon about mm-hmm. growing up as a fat kid yeah. in a family. And I was like... There's I, still, you can, I was there's like epi- five. Yeah. I was like five when I saw that show. Yeah, there's episodes on YouTube. I remember yeah. watching some. Yeah, I, I get that. I like that. The yeah. the, the, the Sam's Choice version of me of like of Louis Anderson. great value. You're great like value. you're like the queer great value ver- younger version of Louis Anderson. <laughs> you're like the beardless Louis C.K. <laughs> <laughs> How? I don't know, but I'm just picturing his dick out, and that's you know, I don't know. Um, it just came to my I mind. Do I do have know. like the biggest dick like in Tulsa comedy. It's true. It's true. It's, it's what else? Big, so big anyway, we forgot to even finish the introduction. Um, guys, if you want to be on the preheat, you can. You can submit your submissions to unloadingme at gmail.com subject preheat. But here's the catch. The only way I'm going to read your roasts of me on the show is if you include a photo that's verified that it's actually you so that you allow me to retort. That's a Sam Jackson line. I don't know if you like remember that from Pulp Fiction. I don't. God damn it. <laughs> I remember gorgeous Uma Thurman. Oh, you just remember the chicks? And you I, say you're straight? I still enjoy the beauty of women. That's true. I enjoy the beauty of women. What was that? Okay, the cuck's shaking his head. I'm not. I'm not fully straight. But. That's like, and it's, uh, it's 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 it shows that you can't choose your sexuality because like yeah. I, I wish I could switch teams sometimes. Like yeah. straight men are the worst. So that's so, all I had for you. Okay. That's all I had for you was the. Oh my god. What was that? It was the balloon. I thought my ear was coming. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? It is now. <laughs> no, it's bleeding. <laughs> and we're back. You're making one more? Or are you just out? Oh, you didn't take your little blue pill? No. <laughs> well, guys. I think we've had an amazing episode. Thank I you so, so much. Thank you so much. Um, we'll do, do this I, again. Do you have anything to, to promote as far as your next show? When's your next show? Yes. Um, let's, uh, and we will throw, we'll throw yes. it up on the screen. Yeah, so uh, we have Blaze Burlesque on March 3rd, and that is going to be at Elevated Fitness. It's a smaller, more intimate show. Okay. Um, This one's themed is um, Thighs Wide Shut 2, Ooh. and it's, it's a naughty one. This is going to be – this is our – this so, is a naughty one. This, so this is, is like, this is rated R, so like is, borderline illegal. This is like whenever those parents took their kids to go see Deadpool because of the superhero movie. Like, yes. know what you're getting into before. You know what you're kids. getting into because, and we 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 give fair warning, you know. And there's like, 
I didn't expect to say taint. Like, right. <laughs> no, there's like going to be like bondage, but like my my outfit includes bondage tape and making a gimp mask out of fishnet and tape. And I, as a clown, I'm going to have a like clown nose. <laughs> Your new fetish has been unlocked. Yeah, I've been Missy Monica Genesius. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> on that note guys thank you so much for watching unloading meat i've been jared ralphie allen thanks to missy thanks guys, to the cuck in the corner later have a good night bye have a great time